kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. We were laughing. Oh, Somebody did this. The coronavirus. Corona. Yeah, this is episode 174 of the Illogical Sense 174. Podcast. 174. This is your boy Busby. Give me a hell yeah. And over here is your boy JC No Hutt. And Martin. What's up, guys? Shit. I'm not even in the mood for no what the fuck or nothing. What's up, guys, man? Try to stay alive. Try to stay alive. How, 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 how are y'all doing? Like, we joked last time that we quarantined in this room, and now we really quarantined Shit. in this room. I mean, the jokes got to fly, but they just hit close to home now. <laughs> oh, yeah. a, little, a little too close to home now. Yeah. Everything was funny. Let's, let's put it to you this way, people. I got suspended on Twitter on Tuesday for the whole week, and I was like, oh, fuck it. And then seven days everything just went and i've been waiting baby yeah though how they say on twitter the rona yeah <laughs> so i mean you know how it goes the logical sense always puts things in, in motion. the universe yeah busby actually kicked it off he got suspended and then everything just went downhill from there. <laughs> for the most it was literally for the most literally shit it was some wrestling related too because something happened last week on Raw when Edge literally murdered Matt Hardy with a steel chair and shit like that in the head no that was no it was MVP so not literally figuratively figuratively, yeah, figuratively. yeah. let's be clear now about you gotta that gotta make that very clear these, yeah. these times and days yeah figuratively yeah. with a steel chair and shit like that and then I was just joking with somebody like, damn, that's messed up. And someone said something, something about how Randy Orton's going to mess up Edge's family or some shit. And I was like, well, all that needs to happen now is that she, <laughs> Randy Orton needs to push Shane McMahon over a cliff and the cipher will be complete. Because Shane McMahon, you know, jokingly, he always dies for our sins in wrestling terms. Like, always jumping off shit. And yeah, all oh, yeah. yeah it's always, someone always does some crazy ass shit to Shane McMahon. So I just said this shit. And I guess Twitter took offense to that, and I and literally, I posted the podcast for last week, and it all of a sudden, like, at 9.50, that's exactly <laughs> the time, at 9.50 or 10.50, one of those 50s, it said, yeah, you gotta delete that, and none of that, you're gone for six days, for, except for a whole week. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Right. What kind of shit is that? Hey, man, if YG and Nip get censored, I mean, what yeah. <laughs> What do you think's but gonna happen thing, to you, And bro? I've been very careful with the <laughs> shit I say and everything, so it's just like, maybe Shane McMahon saw it and got offended. I don't know. You just gotta keep names out of it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Seriously. Should have said Shane on Mac and they probably wouldn't have got it. But whatever. So Spell I was it differently. just. Yeah, yeah like, probably all like, like, the there's, 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 uh, there's a few tricks to the trade. You can always do what officially Ice does when he puts redacted. Yeah. And mm. then goes on with it. Uh-huh. And then you can also use nicknames, or you could just be like, or you know who has to pay for our sins and go off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Say yeah. So I I know what you mean. It, it's it's stupid. Yeah. It's, no. Or uh, just sense, or just put the little asterisks in front of the. Yeah. Name. It's illogical. I've been doing that. You know. Yes, it's, but this I, is the illogical scene. Yeah. But I was like, all right, whatever. And then after that, 
Because we were joke, we were kind of just saying everything was just going crazy. Like y'all niggas going crazy buying all this goddamn toilet paper, and you guys still are going crazy over this goddamn toilet paper. Doing way too much, the most, yeah. way too much. But shit got spooky. In less than seven days, shit got very spooky. Shit, what shit are you talking is about? Spooky. The next day, literally the next day. Um, NBA. Sh- no, it wasn't. Oh, it was the. Soccer. It was uh, well when we left the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Italy had shut down the mm. soccer league mm-hmm. like all right well that's in europe so what are we tripping about like they they going overboard they trying to you know all right whatever yeah and then the ncaa with march madness approaching was saying well we're gonna play but ain't nobody gonna be allowed to the arena so it's like damn y'all kind of going out of control with this shit like it's well, okay i guess what you got to do the nba then came out and was like we may just finish the season without anybody in the arena it's like damn y'all too and then all hell broke loose <laughs> Because, I was taking a nap when JC was giving me the updates. Because literally seconds before the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder tip off, everybody just started walking off the court. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, they went and tested players. And not one, but two players from that game ended up testing positive for the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. One of them ended up being Rudy Gobert, who just days earlier... Made the unwisest decision to play it off. I mean, it, having a joke about it wasn't unwise. We've all been joking about it. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just the actions that followed the joke. and Or that went the, with the joke. The lightheartedness, yeah. which was, was yeah. I'm going to touch everything in vicinity. Even though they told us not to do that no more. Yeah. yeah. Touch the microphones. Touch touch the cell phones. Cell phones touch the fucking desk. Right. Touch just all don't touch shit. people's stuff. Touch players. Everything. Yeah. Everything. No, that didn't sound right. I mean, no, it's true. I like, know, but you know, still, you know what touched. I mean? Like, yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah, yeah. but still, I mean, you, you just weren't supposed to be touching all kinds of yeah. shit like that. And he went out and just did like it was no big deal and shit. Like, mm. oh, no one told me that I didn't have to do this. Right. And yeah. then reports came out that in the locker room, he was touching teammates stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So he was off the court. Chris Paul apparently walked over to the jazz bench and was like, what's going on with Rudy? And immediately right when he said that. A ref came out and told him, "You got to get to your bench right away. You can't be just go." Mm. And he said it in a way where, like, they were like, "What the fuck?" So they all split up, and yeah, uh, everybody in that building had been exposed to the Rona. <laughs> the Rona. We just call it the Rona. Yeah, the Rona. Yeah, the Royal Rona. The Royal Rona. The Royal Rona. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, oh, it was like shit. a ripper effect, and then pretty much in a matter of an hour. That's when what's it called? What's his name? Who's the who's the G, the commissioner? Adam Silver. Adam Silver made the announcement that the NBA is hereby suspended until further notice. <laughs> what they said? They, everyone yeah. gonna finish off their games, but after today, everything's suspended. And then after that, it was like a fucking domino effect. Everything yeah. got canceled. The fucking March Madness gone. Who else? XFL gone. Um, who else? Uh, everything well, just March Madness them. just yeah March, they, that's what I said gone well, you gotta be more specific gone it didn't even suspended they cancelled everything, everything. Like, oh, so yeah. NBA is suspended yeah, yeah. NBA is suspended NCAA they cancelled 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 and it's March not even just, it's not even just March Madness they cancelled all winter <coughs> and spring mm-hmm. activities men and right. women yeah yep. like it's done there's no more athletics in NCAA mm-hmm. which was kind of irony cause they were complaining that we're going to lose billions of dollars. And it's like, yeah, like when you hold out from giving it to the players. Mm. Uh, yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> 
And in this instance, it's <laughs> kind of deserved because you aren't putting on a performance. So uh-huh. how are you going to get paid for it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. So that, that ain't going to change nothing. So that went... Pretty much everything closed up. Movies are getting pushed back. Fast and the Furious Nine that was supposed to come out in June. They got they pushed that to April of next year. Um, we said last week that the James Bond movie got pushed in November, but not only that, fucking all the movies that's supposed to come out this month that got delayed and pushed back. Everything got pushed the fuck back, delayed. Concerts are kind of like pretty much tours are postponed or canceled. Everything that gets pushed back except for WWE. <laughs> as of right now, as we are talking, the CDC already announced that everything that pretty much all like type of big businesses, like if you have an event that holds like thousands of people, it's a wrap for that. Like anything above 50 people, nah, you can't, we can't have that shit. And Vince McMahon has not announced that WrestleMania is canceled. So last Friday, SmackDown had their very first empty arena well it wasn't really empty it was in the performance center and all the wrestlers and they had no fans in there and they have not announced that as of right now they have not announced wrestlemania is canceled in tampa bay i mean it i mean it's not gonna probably get canceled they're probably just gonna move to the performance center yeah but it's it's, It's, at this point it's not gonna be in tampa bay can't be yeah yeah um back in the nba so rudy gobert was the first one tested positive and then the next morning donovan mitchell was tested positive, who of course mm-hmm. was his teammate, mm-hmm. which then meant that they had to go figure out and get all the teams that the Jazz had played in the last week or so mm-hmm. quarantined because of direct contact. Mm-hmm. There was one ref in that was supposed to be in the Kings Pelicans game. He had refed a Jazz mm-hmm. game, so they had to postpone that game immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which the funny part in that was. There were reports that uh, Ingram and Lonzo, they weren't even coming out regardless. Before that, that news even came out that the ref was involved, mm-hmm. yeah. they weren't coming out to the court regardless. They were like, nah, fuck that. We staying in. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, they stayed in. And then as a result of that, you went back to all the footage. There was an altercation between Gobert and another player, I think, from the Raptors, where it got physical. Mm-hmm. So that took place. And then you have Christian Wood, who's from the Detroit Pistons. I think he ended up playing against the Jazz, and he was the third that we've known of as of today that has the coronavirus, and he actually played in a game mm-hmm. with the coronavirus. Yep. XFL he put up 32 pl- points. It's flu game. <laughs> the runner game. The runner. <laughs> the runner like game. It's like the fucking the Rooney rule, like the Rona rule. It's the, it's the Rona. <laughs> Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and then XFL player got tested positive for the yeah. shit. So, oh, yeah. seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about that one. Yeah. Baseball's pushed back. Yep, till uh, May. Yeah, till May. The one lone sport that is staying in Texas said, nah, we starting right on time. NFL, baby. Right. And I've been waiting, baby. And boy, have we needed the NFL these last oh 48 God. hours. God, Odell said, I don't know what y'all niggas doing. <laughs> well, we gonna start this league in August. Or no, September. the league, the league I mean, has the officially game. no, no, no the, the games, games, yeah, the games. But the season yeah. has officially started as of today because right. this always starts with free agency. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, which was Sunday, they agreed on the new collective bargaining deal, mm. which is where we're going to start. Yeah, let's start there, people. Because I want to clear this out before I start talking to the people about what the fuck's been going on in these stores. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get to this yeah, first. Yeah. So this new CBA deal that they had the players sign, it, of course, gets them some more money. Mm-hmm. It, of course, actually gets them... Uh, they're no longer going to be suspended for testing positive for marijuana. 
give me a hell yeah. So today's 316 right. day, by the way. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh. So yeah. give me a hell yeah. That's decent. Yeah, it's cool. But it's what they had to give up to just get what I feel and consider is just the bare minimum. Mm. So for this upcoming 2020 season, two additional teams are going to be added to the playoffs. So one team per conference. Mm-hmm. Starting next season in 2021, it's going to be a 17-game season, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if the restrictions for certain players is at cap at 16 still. Oh. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I didn't read the CBA in its right. entirety for that part. Right. So, I was like, all right, well, player safety isn't a factor in this. Okay. And then you start reading it up on it, and it's like, well, why didn't they just demand that they just not get tested for marijuana to begin with? And I was like, wait a minute, on top of that, why did they agree to... Okay. Because then a lot of players ended up coming out saying that they didn't even compare this current, now signed CBA to the previous CBA until after they already made the vote. Uh, And by the time they made the vote, it was already too late. You can't renege on your vote. (laughs) What you get, you stupid niggas? I mean, Eric Reed tried to warn y'all. He, he got bullet points for everything. Yeah, so Alex, he had his lawyers yeah. look over the fucking CBA. Aaron Rodgers sent an email to his players about what was going on. No one replied back. They All, all the players were saying, I'm not signing this shit. And the players just went. The Pouncey brothers were definitely against the shit. Yeah, Pouncey brothers have saved up their mad money. And they were using they were going to use it as a relief fund for players. Mm. They were ready. Some of these players were ready for a lockout. But niggas were like, we got bills, B. So they're like, all right, okay. I mean, I understand, too. This is the one sport where it exceeds. What's the highest in the NHL and Major League Baseball? The amount of players on the team? An uh, active roster, I should say. the active roster? Baseball's, what, 27? It's something like that. Something like that. And then hockey's what? Because the, there's, like, a lot of fucking pitchers. Yeah. Um, Hockey is around, like, fucking... 30? It's it's close to it, I want to say. So it's in the high yeah. 20s? Yeah. So it's like, 53. Yeah, right? NFL's 50. Like, I get it. There's a lot of mouths that have to be right. fed at that point. It's just if you just only knew that you have all the leverage in the world as an NFL player, the owners don't have it. At all. Mm. Like... Like, you guys definitely outnumber yeah. the, the owners and mm-hmm. the GMs and all of them. And right. Shit. Like, yeah. It's not even close. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is they're, it's like Busby was saying earlier, the season don't start until September. Mm-hmm. There's time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, you know, okay, that's nice, but... And they had, like, one more year more, left. If yeah. they had one more year left of this current contract that they have, and they could have negotiated more, but, you know... It says let's get the shit over with. So I'm like, how long is this this new deal? Like another ten years? And that's the thing that has me upset on their behalf. Mm. This deal is for ten years, and reportedly there's no opt out clause. Mm. So it's an entire ten year yeah. deal. And there was really no reason to rush on the player's side, but there was a reason to rush on the owner's side. They got to start closing in on the new TV deals. Mm. If I'm a player, I'm like, well, you got more of a you're in more of a red zone than I am. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> So, I'm going to make you sweat it out then and, until I get what I want. But, but this is the illogical sense, JC. They don't got the ill logic like we do. It's just unfortunate. Sad. Like, it, it's really unfortunate considering the, with the wear and tear they put on their bodies. Mm-hmm. Right. How do they vote? They vote online or something? Or they mail it to them? Or? I'm not sure. They said it wasn't even close. The vote. No, no, it was, no it, was. it was really close, yeah. actually. Yeah. It was a real oh, close vote. Wow. So it was, it was like, damn near 50 50. 
Damn. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was literally off by like 60 votes total. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. like it was really fucking close. Ain't that bitch. This is wild. But there is football. Yep. And boy, did it start off with a bang today. And I've been waiting, baby. Maybe a round of applause for this league because this league literally is saving anything sports viewership, ESPN in particular. Yeah. Like literally. <laughs> it's actually something to watch on ESPN. Yeah. Like it's it's wild. Like yeah. ESPN, I'll be honest with you, man. Since the shit got, you know, Real? shut down and fucking canceled or suspended or however the fuck they want to word it. That shit's been boring, bro. Oh, you know, there's only one show that can function on ESPN because they're used to doing shows about nothing. Oh, what's that? The Dan Levitard Show. Yeah, it's the one show that can function because in the midst of championship series, they're having top ten rankings for sandwiches. Right. Like, and they do that year round. It's not like an off season thing. They will do that during a playoff series and have a whole segment. So and when all this segment, shit, see, yeah, oh no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when all this shit went down, I was like, oh, there's gonna be some angry motherfuckers. I got to turn to ESPN Radio tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotta make up the shit. shit. But shit, even they're even under the effects now because they're pretty much doing their show uh, remote. Yeah. So they're all separate from each other, and it was oh, it was a funny yeah. it was a funny ass show today, just because it's you know they're they're quirky and wacky as is mm. but it was them trying to make the show function and people with their calls or producers calls were being dropped because that's the one show where where dan he has the mic on his uh producers and engineers too mm-hmm. it's not oh, just okay. him yeah. and, and yeah. uh Stu guys, like the whole show so right one producer's call would like go fall through Stu Gatz's, uh phone would drop so for a whole segment so he couldn't talk and he's the co-host mm. so it was just like that funny ass shit where it's like uh, just another Monday. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of football. Start with the Niners. No, nah, you can't start there because there's domino effects that lead into that. Mm. First, uh, Dak Prescott got franchise tag. Yeah. Well, this might well be the franchise tag uh, situation. Derrick Henry got franchise tag. AJ Green got franchise tag. Dak Prescott, he's... I'm, if I'm him, I'm not signing that. Especially if after I just saw Ryan Tannehill get a four-year, oh $118 million dollar extension. Round for applause for that man. Salute to him yeah. and salute to his agent. One thing I will say. He beat the Patriots. Yeah. He beat, he beat Lamar yeah. Jackson. I mean, he's he, like he the Chris won, Jericho. He's won two hey. playoff games. You he's, know like what the mean? Chris Jer- he's like the Chris Jericho football. Because Chris Jericho always talks about the night he beat the Rock and Stone Cold on the same night. That's what Ryan Tannehill did. In separate weeks, you beat Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. Round of applause. You got yourself to get. You got I yourself will, to bet. I will give it to his agent. Mm-hmm. Because, no, definitely right. because we must remember, Ryan Tannehill may have been on the team that beat the Patriots and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ryan yeah. Tannehill was not the reason oh, no, no. for them winning no, those no, games. Sure. But I mean... But the leverage... Again, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Players and leverage. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you can have some leverage going and say, hey, I just beat right. two playoff teams. One of them was Tom Brady and the other one was the and MVP. Beat him and not only that, but I mean, you know, you know how quarterbacks, they get the win-loss yeah. record tied to them, basically. So it's like, yeah. it goes with them. So that took place. So his deal, if I'm not mistaken, sixty-two million guaranteed. Sheesh. It averages out to like twenty-nine point five mil a year. Sheesh. Which means all he has to do is just complete this first year, and he'll have made around ninety-one or ninety-two million dollars. Damn! Wow, that's fucking nuts. Damn! Even uh, Chris Jones got franchise tagged. Yeah. 
D tackle from uh from the Chiefs. He was the one that made all them plays against us in the Super Bowl. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then I woke up this morning to Kirk Cousins getting an extension in Minnesota, and I was like, "Damn, they'll give you anything if you beat the Saints." Yeah, right. well, I would too. <laughs> I mean, okay. He is a good quarterback. He really is. Yeah, no, nah, he really. Is. I mean, he is, but you can you can do better. <laughs> well, I mean, can you though? Like, yeah, you could go in the draft. You could go you develop somebody. You gotta get somebody. lucky though, man. You yeah. really gotta get lucky. Like, but seriously. you also gotta get lucky with him too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so what's the difference? They, want, they only want. I'd rather have him on a rookie deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so bad. yeah, now nah, I woke up to that, and then I woke up, and then as I'm getting ready throughout the day, I start seeing some blockbuster shit, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, what the fuck is this? So David Johnson from the Cardinals gets traded to the Houston Texans. So I'm like, okay, I kind of saw that coming with Kenyon Drake getting traded from Miami mm-hmm. over that last year. And then Chef just drops the bomb. And he's like, it's who they traded for. And um, coming back to the Niner Empire, seems like everybody wants to come to the NFC As West. As I always said, when one team wakes up in the <laughs> NFC West, everybody wakes up. And DeAndre Hopkins is now coming to the NFC West. To the Arizona Cardinals. What kind of shit is that? And I just looked at my phone and said, "Holy, Holy shit. shit!" I said the same shit when I saw the when I saw the update. I literally shit. said, "What the?" F-? All right. But I was like, "All right, all right." I saw, like it was a coronavirus, coronavirus. What the fuck? Coronavirus. What the? All right. Yeah, nah. When I saw that trade, I was just like, "This doesn't make sense." Oh fuck! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, For everybody I know, except the other three teams yeah, in the fucking exactly. division. Yeah. And that's why I got that later reaction. Fuck! Because as far as I'm concerned, um, Kyler Murray, who we all saw, yeah, he only gonna get better. Yeah, and as far Scary as better, you know, um, I mean, he they have get two, that sophomore slump, but to me, they already that. have two nice, solid number two options in Kirk, and I forget who the other wide receiver is. Yeah, well, they got two options there. I, I honestly can't even. Now you're adding right a now. video game. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Larry Fitzgerald's coming back for another year. Oh yeah, that too. <sighs> and like what I just said, Kenyon Drake, who I think ended up becoming a top four running back to end the year. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're still there. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> what the God fuck? Damn. <laughs> See, you picked the perfect time to be an Iron fan again, huh? Oh, I'm back. <laughs> so I'm back. <laughs> This is some bullshit. <laughs> Different years, shit. same shit. I told you we had that window, and it was like, and then it was like, okay, and all of a sudden everyone just wants to wake the fuck up. Yeah, we still the kings though, but still, the fuck. I'm just waiting for the Rams yeah. to acquire uh, somebody. Uh, shit, somebody defensively just add to that fucking unit. That's like a big name, and that's a factor. I'm just waiting for them to make a big ass. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> the whole it's, Titans. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. see what's so like, we're like the Titans of the whole fucking division, the whole week. You know the Seahawks gonna do something in May. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can, I mean, do you like, can like, smack your yeah. lips all you That's want. That's why I bro. smack my lips because I know it's gonna happen. I was like, Fuck yeah, for real. Fucking niggas. And the Still. crazy thing is, man, Austin Hooper got a freaking a big deal. I don't know the details of it, but he's the highest paid tight end. George Kittle looked at that. I was just going to say. George Kittle looked at Lynch like, you see that? Yeah. You see that? I was just going to say, this is exactly why George Kittle is waiting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's waiting for all these other tight ends that need to get paid to get paid. Like, he's he's all looking at this like, I want more than that. When this virus shit goes up and up, I want my money. Give me what I want! (laughs) Shit. Yeah. 
Uh, the McCordy twins, they're going both going back to New England. Yeah, that figures. Now we get to the Niners. Martin, you seem to be the most upset. You're the one upset. The most upset. Okay, I told you just yeah. be optimistic. Yeah, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> 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 oh, Niners, Niners, Niners. Eric Armstead, five-year deal, eighty-five million dollars. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of years. It averages out to about seventeen point five. How much guaranteed? I don't even know. I don't really care. That's not the point. (laughs) The point is, like I've been saying over and over, this dude, literally, he showed progress in one year. His contract year. That was it. Everything else, he had a... The previous four years, I believe he had a total of nine sacks. A -hmm. total of nine sacks in four years. In the fifth year, he had ten. There's got to be a reason for that. Let's think about what happened. You already had DeForest Buckner. Yeah. And then you add Bosa and D Ford. Mm-hmm. If you don't fucking get through these fucking one-on-one blocks or these double teams with running backs and tight ends, you should not be on the field, period. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what he got. That's what he had to deal with the entire year. So we give him this money. And, you know, to an extent, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand it because, like, you know, he did put up ten sacks. You know, it's a what have you done for me lately, league? Right, right. And then, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> and then the Niners traded DeForest Buckner. Yeah, that was kind of shocking to me. And for those who don't know, this guy has been in the Pro Bowl since his rookie year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just putting up numbers quietly. Yeah, mm-hmm. been the fucking the leader on the defense mm-hmm. for you know as long as he's been there and shit. Like it's mm-hmm. just to me this one was fucking annoying because you just got this dude Eric Armstead who who like I said who produced in one year. Yeah, over a player who had produced over the last three. Yeah, like I don't fucking get it at all. And I just say this: just trust, just trust John Lynch, man. Just trust him. He has he's a he's a man with a plan. He has a plan. He wouldn't just do this if there's a plan in action. So just, I I hope so. But as as it stands right now, <laughs> he has a plan. He has a big jaw. I have a big fist. You know what I mean? It's like it's funny because both of y'all sound like the opposite fuck. of each other back in 2014. What do you mean? Like you guys sound like the complete opposite of each other back in 2014. Oh. Harbaugh well, got let go and Busby was like, I can't believe this bullshit. And he was like, eh, well, you got to do what you got to do. Come on. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. And now here we are. <laughs> hey, man. This is, like I said, it's different for the reasons. Five and a half years later. <laughs> of a dude producing for one fucking year versus another dude who produced over three. That's, that's the issue I have. Because let's just call it what it is. Armstead only produced because of the players around him. True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Excuse me. He's not going to have that this year. He's he, he lost one of those players. Those were the ones that were on the inside, the defensive tackles, right? You lose one, now you're going to get the guard and the center on you. Yeah. No, rather, I, rather than a fucking, what do you call it, a running back or a tight end and shit. I understand. It's just, it's irritating, man. It's just one of those things, too. You also got to look from another perspective of somebody going to have to step up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like challenges like that where it forces players like and you know how you deep our defense up. is. I like challenges like that. I don't know if Eric Armstead like challenges like that. We gonna see. He what has he's made improved of. it. We gonna see. Just 
just be patient and let's see how this all plays out. Let's see how this plays out. It might be good. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic a lot these days. I'm only going to be cool because he's from Northern California. <laughs> that's about, and he went to Oregon. All right. You know quack, what I'm saying? Quack. Yeah, no, that, that's the only, but that's the other thing though too. Buckner went to Oregon too. Quack, quack, quack. Irritated, dog. Which Mighty Ducks? Fucking irritated. Which Mighty Ducks? Shit. Which Mighty Ducks secretly like more? Two or three? Two. All right. I don't know. I believe What did that even have to do with anything? I was trying to see if I could put, if I could, like, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just optimistic. I mean, you could be optimistic all you want, bro. I'm irritated. I'm not saying that. It's not going to change whether I'm a fucking Niner fan. Like of I course. said before with uh, the Tom Brady Garoppolo shit, it's not going to change the fact that I'm a Niner fan. It's not going to change the fact that I'm a root for the team. It's not going to change the fact that if I'm able to, I will go to a game at least one this year. Well, speaking of that you know shit, what I'm saying? they shut that shit down. They said the Niners are out of the Tom Brady race. And Niner fans were like, no shit. He was out. We were never in it. Yeah. So I guess right now Brady's only option is back at home or what else? I mean, they're saying Tampa Bay. Mm. Yeah, Tampa Bay. I still yeah, can't up. look at the Chargers and be like. And the Chargers are now officially. Mm. Oh, they are. Yeah. That's the one I've been calling. And then he's gonna sign. He's gonna sign back with New England, and he gonna go back to Belichick's office. And Belichick's gonna be sitting there like, couldn't live with your failures. And where's that bring you? Back to me. <laughs> let's go outside and get and let's party. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. Just saying. But my, my Niners, hey, man. I'm optimistic. <laughs> like George Kittle said, I will be back here. Meaning the Super Bowl. I will be back here with a motherfucking vengeance. 2021? Like, you know, Lakers 2020? Niners 2021? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey. That ain't, that ain't the same. Hey, I've been sh- speaking sh- that for years. Well, I'm speaking yeah. it now. That's nice. <laughs> it's very easy to say it after you just come off of a Super Bowl. I was saying it when motherfuckers was number two in the damn draft lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I understand your faith. And I'm not knocking you for it. Faithful. I, I got faith too when we were number two in the draft lottery the first time. Yeah. <laughs> See, those yeah. years I was pissed because the D'Angelo Russell draft yeah, lottery. Exactly. <laughs> that one. Yeah, y'all lived through that. Raider fans lived through that shit. <sighs> Let's see what else is going on in sports. Like, just that's every, that's only, that's basically again. The, thank you, NFL. Well, okay, that was it. Yeah, man. Because after that, that was a breath of fresh air. Like seriously, it was that for me. It was, Dana White still trying to keep the fucking UFC oh, he's he's tripping. <laughs> that is, motherfucker's tripping, dog. Vince McMahon tripping too. Keeping yeah, the no, WWE wrestlers. Too? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like both. Of them. I know it's like, but because the only reason why he's doing that because none of his wrestlers or his employees got the shit yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. like they're literally waiting for somebody to catch it first. Yeah, yeah, before they shut shit than, down. Rather than just shut it down. And because he, I think he's looking at it as Raw, because Raw and SmackDown are literally on Fox, and they need to, like, entertain people. Because throughout the years, he has never canceled Raw or SmackDown uh, for something. He's never done it. So they he has to figure out something. Man, just send the wrestlers home. Let them be with their families and just... Figure out some shit. Show a rerun of a pay-per-view or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah. figure it out. Like, you can do it, bro. Oh, and there was another... I'm sorry. There was another blockbuster that took place. Mm. Well, we forgot where we were all like, oh, shit. Uh. When the Ravens gave the Jaguars a pack of gum to get Calais Campbell. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. It's <laughs> like, god yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't talking about the Texans. The Texans gave up. What did we already talk about? Yeah. That? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. So, in the Ravens, what makes that significant is they gave a fifth-round pick to get Marcus Peters... Who was a pro bowler. 
Now they just gave away another fifth round pick to get Calais Campbell, who is a pro bowler. They're getting that. They're, they're getting that Super Bowl. That's just crazy. That's they they salute crazy. to that franchise. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. They just flipped two fifth round picks. Yeah, one of them wasn't even theirs, and they were able to get Pro Bowlers back for that. Seriously, like, talk about maximizing what you got. Well, these players. Should... I mean, Calais Campbell. Like, let's be real. He's like on the the downside of his career, but he can still give you one or two still, more. Yeah, he is still a great. Defensive I would say player, yeah, the players sure. should not move to their new city until all this shit blows over. Honestly. Oh no! I'm trying to get to my new city right away. Or oh, that too. <laughs> that's I mean, the, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm trying to get there so that way, if they say you can't leave the state, I'm already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That's the part that sucks. And now's the best time because the schools is all locked up. So yeah. it doesn't matter. I can move my now. That's pretty much the interesting thing that goes along with this is for players with families. Schools is already closed. Next month. Now you can go. LeBron yeah, said, fuck right. you guys. Yeah. I'm going to Africa. Well, he said Wakanda. But I'm saying Africa. Because right now, Africa has the least cases in the world. Shout out to the motherland. Yeah, he going to get that by bringing him. He's going to come back with a sure. magical hairline. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. He's going to eat the fucking heart-shaped herb. Yeah. <laughs> fucking the hair, hair yeah, exactly. grow yeah. back. Bury him in the shit. sand and he goes and talks to Jordan and shit. He's going to come back with Jalen Rose's hairline. <laughs> bury him in the sand. No, he's going to bury him. You know in the movie when they bury them in the sand and they go in that little afterlife yeah. shit? He's in the court talking to Kobe and shit. Nah, he ain't talking to Kobe. He's talking to all the ones with prestigious hairlines. That's who he's talking to. <laughs> The ghost of Jalen Rose. Oh, you know, Jalen's guy, <laughs> Jalen Rose got an impeccable hairline to this day still, and I don't understand how. Yeah. Yeah. But this fucking virus, man, shit was, like I said, like we said earlier, the shit was funny last week. Shit ain't funny now. It's still funny. It's just now more, it's more serious. It's more serious. Yeah. Seriously funny. The, yeah, the, yeah. the jokes are hitting closer to home yeah. now. Like, yeah. So these jokes still got to fly. Yeah. Because everyone's losing their damn minds. As of right now, the coronavirus is running wild all over the world. Italy is on complete shutdown because bodies yeah. are just dropping. Um, that's the part that's not funny. That's not funny at but all. the part where they're talking about it's time for quarantine and chill. Yeah. That's still funny. That's funny, man. <laughs> and, and pretty much right now, even out here in the Bay, they're pretty much telling everyone just to stay at home. Only thing that's going to be open out here for the next few weeks is just grocery stores, gas stations, drug stores, liquor stores. Um... Dentists, doctors off hospitals, you know, shit, you know, banks, shit that you need to, to go, function. To the function. very essentials, pretty yeah. much. It's pretty much gonna look like Christmas. Yeah, you can, you, yeah. you, uh, you can still go outside and get some brisk walks and exercise in, but they have some recommendations for that. You know, do that solo. Yeah, and stay away. stand like six, six feet away from anybody least, else. Yeah, at least six feet. And away. pretty much, at the, in a nutshell, just say stay home so we can just quarantine this shit and stop it from spreading, because. I'm telling y'all right now, it is spooky. It looks spooky, but, you know, I'm very optimistic. I'm a man of God, even though I don't go to church like that. But I feel he's always in control, and I go by faith, not sight. And the devil's working trying to spread on your fear because I'm seeing, even though I've been on Twitter, I've been seeing so much shit on Twitter. People are literally panicking right now, like, flat out. Yeah. And I'm looking on Instagram, people are spreading these rumors like, oh, I have a cousin that works in the fucking Pentagon. And yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> I have a cousin that works in the Pentagon and shit's gonna get locked down. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you have a cousin that works in the Pentagon and he told you some classified information, information. And you're linking yeah. information to the people. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> on, no, not Twitter, Facebook. And then people going like, yeah, man, I heard some from some people too. Like, man, let's just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up.
Yeah, man. Trump told me during the during the debates this was going down. Yeah, like, Trump told me some stuff. Like I have a person that works in the White House. They said it's just gonna get locked down, and it's just like, dude, no one said shit. Like, dude, like no one's told you anything, and then they had to come up with the CDC had to come out and say like it's just a rumor. Like it's right now, it's just a rumor. As of right now, it's just a rumor. Yeah. But it's just a rumor. It's like, this is how information, like, this is how fake news really comes out. Because it was irritating to me. Going online, seeing Charlemagne post shit about, like, Sylvia Brown's little um, passage from her book saying, oh, this is from her book. And it's like, and they're saying a virus is going to come here in 2020. And I was like, Charlemagne, why did you post that shit? Because now you're really going to scare everybody. <laughs> like, why, why did you post that? You have a platform. Why are you scaring people? Oh, people just want to know. Nigga. Shut the fuck up. I mean, that is some important information to know, though, you know? I mean, it is to an extent, but still, like he said, I mean, that's just, it's going to strike fear in the hearts of men. Yeah, but at this I mean? point, no, at this it. point, what isn't going to strike fear? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I get like, it, it's, but why you it's, a catch, it's a catch-22. Yeah, like, I get it's it. Like fear, but it's, information it's, is, we always say, knowledge is power. Yeah, but this one just adds like more fuel to that fire, though. Yeah, I'll say this. It's not the best timing. Yeah. Okay, but no, that part. Definitely. But do you want to know the truth or do you not? Yeah, that's, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like yeah, I would, always, I'm yeah. always under. I've always been a person that said, "Just give it to me, give me the truth. That's all yeah. I want, regardless of how bad it is." And then, like trade. fear, yeah. this yeah. fear, the fear is spreading faster than the fucking virus itself, and it's just like, my God, man! Now they're like neck and neck now, almost. I don't say they're neck and nah. neck. The fear is spreading faster than they. And then we got a, a, a whole ass nigga in office that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's fucking up. So I can say all this shit. I mean, to he took say, down the department two years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, seriously. All that shit. Y'all the can shit do. that Obama put in place. Yeah, yeah I know. And then, uh, and, and then to make it worse, <laughs> he just got to laugh at it. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, we, we think this shit's going to happen, so we want to test this. And he's like, no, nah, we're good. And we ended up becoming like the only country that didn't test this shit yeah. when we had the chance to test it. The one of the only country we just he just fucked everything up pretty much and it's not surprising everything about this is not surprising about how he's reacting because told y'all back this when he got elected this is some shit that's gonna go down but he didn't want to vote but you know it is what the fuck it is but I'm gonna tell you right now shit's gonna get better everyone keeps saying it's gonna get worse it's gonna get worse nah I mean it might it might not I'm just looking at it at this I'm faithful I'm very optimistic shit's gonna work out maybe a month might be a few weeks but over time, this shit's going to pass over, and we're going to be just fine. People That's will cool. die. Like, as fucked up as it is, folks will die over in other countries, and thoughts and prayers to y'all families and shit, because that's fucked up. But I'm telling y'all right now, stay at home, watch TV, be a, be a couch potato, fuck it. Watch TV, be with your families, play video games, just be like the Wally people. <laughs> I mean, you do got... <clears throat> kind of got to get out and move a little bit. Yeah. Move just, a little bit. Yeah, like you can't just sit down at one spot and expect to be, you know, completely full health. And it's a, yeah. I, and <laughs> I know, what you're, work, I know what you're saying in theory. That's nice. But for people who are off of work now and haven't heard back from their and jobs that they're going to get their payments covered. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah, that's now's not a time for them. Like they're, they are, mm. that's what I'm saying. There's a fine line between just freaking out and then having the information and you're yeah. not getting an answer. Right. Yeah. This is one of those situations where it's understandable if you're freaking out in this oh, yeah. turn. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. right again, everything shut down because pretty much every, all the fucking, um, like Sharks game, all the arena shit, that shit shut down for the next eight weeks. Maybe the next two months. They shut down all nightlife. Oh, yeah. Now, let's yeah. talk about you stupid motherfuckers that want to oh, go out. Oh, my God. Somebody Before did this. Let's talk about the motherfuckers that took all the goddamn toilet paper out the damn store. Grocery stores, you... 
See, I'm going to some oh, shit. Man. I work at a grocery store. I'm not going to say which one. I've always said that Black Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, is one of the craziest times. This is by far the most craziest shit I have seen. I have looked at every customer. Like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> every single one of them stocking up on shit. On shit. On shit. On shit. On shit. Like, why? <laughs> oh, because of some shit I saw on the internet. The fuck? And I'm seeing yeah. everyone keep buying all these fucking toilet paper. Have you all even seen the symptoms for this virus? You're going to get a cough. You're going to have shortness of breath. And you're going to have a fucking fever. Yes. None of it says you're going to take shit. Yeah, no. last time I checked, diarrhea was not a side effect of this shit. Well, no. for It actually was. It, I, I seen the, the percentages on, like, literally from across, okay. you know, across the, what do you call it? Well, then yeah, I was. I, mean, like then I should say when yeah. I saw it at the time, they were saying diarrhea was not a a side effect of, of well, this at the time. That, that's that's what I wanted to get to. See, it it, it is, but it's a point three percent of that happening. Okay. So so what is what is toilet paper? What, what what's the value? Why are you buying all this? What is toilet, toilet paper? paper? Yeah, really? like we said thriller. What is thriller? <laughs> what is toilet paper? Yeah, <laughs> that's a what, conversation what is, we yeah. should have. What is it? Because you're telling the perspective from just being at one store. I've been going to store after store after store for deliveries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've literally had three to four in a row where the the customers just canceled the order because I had one order, there was no toilet paper. I had another one, there was no paper towels. Then I had one order where none of the 15 items on their list were in stock. Shit. Nothing. Dude, I, you go That's down crazy. aisles, not at Target, at all these grocery stores, and there's nothing yeah, in there. And then I got people Target, that, Safeway, like yeah. literally aisles of just... Nothing. Racks. That's lines it. Going racks, from, racks, racks, lines racks. going from the yeah. checkout stand all the way to produce. Oh my yeah. God. Dude, that shit is wild. I saw that shit and I was like, this is my last order. Bro, Because I, I, I had a prepaid order, so I didn't have to stand in that line. No, prepaid, you shop it, but you just go to customer service to have them check it out. Oh, that's what's it's up. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that shit and I was like, nah, this is my last one for the day. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm good. It, it was so, wild. Yeah, on th- oh, real quick, just on Thursday, man, me and my brother actually went to Costco because we're, you know, his plan and and I was with it, you know what I mean. Whatever is just to get a whole bunch of stuff and then spread it out between the four houses right. of our family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that was that was the the whole idea behind filling up our carts, you know, worth of uh, of food and whatnot. Right. You know what I mean? But bro, when I tell you that when we walked into the fucking Costco, I seen a whole ass family. Right. Mm-hmm. Each one of them had a cart. Mm-hmm. I think it was about four four family members. So one of them, you know, it came out. It looked like it had a whole bunch of, like, different shit. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, whatever. The next one, though, literally, the whole cart was toilet paper. Mm-hmm. The other one, the whole cart was water. The other one, the whole cart was fucking paper towels. It's yeah. like, bro, we're going to be on lockdown for two weeks, you dumb son of a bitch. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no, I saw some shit on Facebook. They're going to shut us down. See, that's it's the this is the Facebook crowd. Yeah, no, it's the all it's the social media just in general. It's yeah. the I saw it on social media. So I, now someone I, told me this. Someone yeah. told me that. And and when you look on social media, there's people that are spreading this shit like it's a fact. Oh, they're gonna the National Guard got activated, and they're like, who told you this? Oh, it's on this website and the YouTube conspiracy theories and oh shit. my god. <laughs> No saying the coronavirus is getting worse. There's people up there posting stuff and the YouTube's taking them down and it's like what? I'm just waiting for Dr. Umar to come out. The CDC oh. is a goddamn suspect. <laughs> Shit. 
It's like that, that's the that's the people I'm looking. That's what I'm saying. The trollers are working overload. Those are the trollers. Like they are really just like trying to. They're just they fucking up the market. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have literally fucked up the market. Unless literally, you, yeah. Unless the market. You, unless you're really like what's it called in the fucking um what's it called? Unless you're running the fucking grocery business. If you're a CEO of a grocery business, business is booming. Shit, if you in control of toilet paper business, boy. Hey, shout out to Chevron. The one, the one item that is seems to be gold in comparison to toilet paper and paper towels is the sanitizer. Oh, for real. Sanitizer's been out sold out for three weeks now. <laughs> and yet people in all my orders, they're just like, hey, if you find sanitizer, I'm like, no one I'm buying soap? like fam, it's back. No, soap's gone too. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, so, so, and I'm so, like, that's, that's even rough. to me, that's yeah. even more disgusting. Sanitizer is whatever. Because the thing about sanitizer is, like I said last week, sanitizer is only going to kill the bacteria. This isn't a bacteria. This is a virus. Yes. So, well, to that, to that though, it, um, if you have, I believe over 60% mm -hmm. alcohol, it actually does do some damage, like to the virus. Does damage, but it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like knock it off. Yeah. Like soap will do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what, that, that's where I was getting to though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It was, y'all went and raided the sanitizer first but there was still soap yeah. when all the sanitizer went out why didn't y'all go after the soap first hey, y'all some nasty motherfuckers man like yeah. like this whole thing is just let me know how nasty, nasty you, you motherfuckers are. are one thing I was because a lot of times like if you're out you don't have access to like you know what I mean like the water and shit like that yeah. to, to use the soap like you can't the, the sanitizer is like quick boom alright cool you know what I mean after I I don't know, on with your day like normal and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I'm talking about people being at home. They brought oh, that's up that old. Stupid. They brought up that, that old. That uh, is fucking stupid. At that, that point, they brought that old Adrian Bailon. Uh, oh, oh, that yeah. video clip. Oh, she don't yeah. watch her homes at home because it's yeah. her homes. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Three yeah, those up. are the people I'm talking about because okay. she represents a community. That yeah. ain't her speaking by herself. Yeah. There are people out there who are like, oh, yeah, it's my home. Whatever. Yeah, I don't need to I love germs. Yeah. Fuck. I'm, those. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Those ones. Gotcha. And then, <laughs> what was it? Somebody in Miami, they bought out an entire store's inventory of chicken, which was $3,000. Shit. And they went on their boat and they said, I'm going to wait this virus out on the water. And they took all, all the chicken. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, being on the boat waiting out a virus is fire. Yeah. Like, no, that, that's, seriously. That's dope to me. That, that sounds dope as fuck. If I'm taking the whole inventory of chicken, nah, everybody knows that chicken's number one on my food list. <laughs> nah, we, I, I'm I'm swimming after the boat. I yeah. need hands. Some, I think yeah. one rich motherfucker, I, I read it on Twitter, um, bought out an island or some shit like that. He gonna wait the shit out. Yeah. So, did we say last week we... Well, shit. That's another thing. When we ended, we were joking around. I think it's something else that kind of kicked everything into motion was we found out Tom Hanks had this. Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh. And then we just found out today Idris Elba posted a video saying he had it. Yeah. And he said he showed no symptoms. Yeah. But the mm -hmm. thing about Tom, Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, they, I guess they got released from the hospital and I guess they're cool for now. So that that's a round of applause. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Tom Hanks is quarantined with the Wilson. Hey. <laughs> If y'all need to see Castaway, also hmm. Netflix and Netflix and other streaming services, they ain't shit either. There's fucking they have Outbreak, yeah. <laughs> that's like a trending, and then I guess everyone's watching that movie Contagion. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. if you guys just want to scare yourselves, dude. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> one of my friends in particular, uh, her name's Sydney, 
on uh, Facebook, she legit said, oh, I'm just going to freak myself out by watching 28 Days Later, fucking yeah, Contagion, man. and all, you know, all the fucking shit. And at the bottom was Planet of the Apes. And I was like, ha, I know. I yep. get it. Shit, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just played 2K. And I, was, I got my hey. MIDI. I got my MIDI keyboard. I was like, well, now's the time to learn music. So... <laughs> It's just like the Kanye. Like, like because of all the shutdowns. Yeah. Like because of all the shutdowns, I know the gym is now part of that shutdown. I'm suspending my gym membership. Oh, and shit. I'm strictly yeah. going outside. I'm not paying for that. Right. Like, take that off the list for a couple months. Yeah. Um, everybody's going to be going outside. I'll do jumping jacks in the backyard, you know. Yeah. I, I We have time now. Yeah. Like, yeah. We got two weeks full of shit. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. I ain't past, had two weeks off since I was in high school, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. shit. The past few weeks, y'all was making fun of me talking about, oh, just make it a series, huh? Yeah, that shit don't sound too funny now, huh? Does it? Uh-huh. Sounds like a perfect scenario now, huh? Make yeah. everything into a fucking series hey, man. now. Hey, Speaking bro. of series, I've been binge watching hella shit. I binge watched this third season of Snowfall. I binge watched um, was a on my block season three, which was only eight episodes, but I was like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, uh, watched the third episode of Dave. Man, I am a fan. Little Dicky's nuts. Of Dave. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna watch that shit tomorrow. Since shit. I ain't got shit else to do, that shit is. I laugh from beginning to end. Especially how it, it was, and it wasn't like awkward laughs. They were genuine ass laughs that shit. I was having from beginning to end. That's when I was like, nah. Fuck all that awkward shit I was talking last week. I am a fan of this show. I'm locked in now. That's what's up. Yeah. I right. am, Dave. Like, this shit's hilarious. Like, little Dicky, he got something with that. Yeah. He got it. It's the perfect timing, too, because of what everyone's going. Every, everybody's going to watch this shit now. Right. Shit. Um, what else did I watch? Snowfall third season was cool. I think I was watching other movies too. I was like binge. I was like kind of like going through. I can go do my Netflix list now. My all my Netflix list. Yeah, I mean, shit, you could the whole list. Yeah, I know, right? Shit. I don't know. What I'm gonna start watching uh, the Outsider on HBO. Oh, mm. yeah, I've been hearing about finally, that. I'm gonna finally get to that. And this now, season just ended. And Disney Plus, like Disney's actually getting smart. Like uh, not just Disney, but Universal. All the movies that went out, like right now, because movie theaters are pretty much gonna be shut down and shit like that. They're just listening to fucking on demand, like the movie The Hunt. Yeah, that was a good movie. I saw that last week. That was a real good movie. Right, The Hunt and Disney Plus. They just released Frozen Two on. Uh, they just released Frozen Two like months early. And what else? Because everything's suspended right now. They should just release all their fucking movies. When you say on demand, you mean like pay per view type shit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, like sure. the on demand digital, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, something else I was gonna start getting to was uh, Hunters on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I need to watch that shit too. Mm, without I need to look on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's, oh, that's the one without Pacino. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, going okay, after okay. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, former Nazis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I watched the uh, what's it called, Jay and Silent Bob reboot on Amazon Prime. How's that? I wanted to like it. Have you, are you like a fan of the Kevin Smith? Not really. Nah. I'll watch them. Like, don't go. Oh, I watch them. Right. Yeah. I'm like. Like, I love Clerks too. I like the Clerks, Clerks 2, fucking. Yeah, I like um, those. What other, what's other ones that I love? I love Chasing Amy. Fucking Dogma was great. Mm. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I love those movies I loved. And I thought Clerks too, because he has like a, uh, a universe, his own little mm-hmm. Marvel universe, the VXQ universe and shit. Because characters always pop up like in Mall yeah, Rats yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, this one, I guess, is called the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and I guess everyone was coming back, and I'm guessing this is what he called it, they were saying, like, it's his end game, quote-unquote, because he has every character kind of show up, actor kind of show up and shit like that. Right. I wanted to like it, but the jokes just weren't hitting. Like, some of them, I got, like, a chuckle, but it was just like, eh, this ain't it, Kevin. And I like you, Kevin Smith, but it's like, eh, all right, whatever. Yeah. 
But right now he's he they say, hey man, it, it got a lot of great reviews. Cult followers love it. He's working on fucking uh, Mall Rats too, and then he's gonna have fucking he's gonna do Clerks three. So hmm. whatever. McMillions ended. Look at that, dude. We just got done eating McDonald's too. <laughs> ba da ba ba ba. How did you feel about the ending? That was a great ending. Because I saw the ending and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> like the very, very end? or No, just who, who ratted him out. Oh yeah, that was, I figured that. <laughs> like, oh, all this, uh, yeah, all this started, uh, and we haven't gone in depth with characters, so there's no point yeah, now. Yeah. But basically all this, this whole scam was revealed because the mother of a former mobster who had died blamed his wife for the accident. Mm-hmm. And after when she was in jail, she wanted to make sure that she never got custody of her son, which was her grandson. So she ratted everybody. She ratted the three main people out mm-hmm. associated with it. She just didn't realize that in ratting them out, it was going to rat everybody that was involved out. Mm-hmm. Wow. This all started just off of, I just want to keep you away because I think you had something to do with the death of my son. Pretty much. <laughs> Legit. And I just watched that there and I was like, oh, this is great. And the wildest thing is they're now like closest of uh, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law to now, now. Yeah, it's... I, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. Like, it was... Just, it was That's uh, just crazy. Yeah. That, wow. I think they could have did the series in four episodes, <clears throat> but overall yeah. it was... It's it's good to watch. I was I was pleased with how it ended. Mm. Yeah. I mean, well, now that I got time, I mean, shit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time. We got we number time. Yeah, Rona. We on Rona time now. We're on Rona yes. time. Ain't even on uh, Eastern or Pacific Standard. It's yeah. Rona. Rona. Mm-hmm. So what else is popping off out here? Oh yeah. Now let's get back to people in the clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Somebody did this. Uh, shit. Nasty motherfuckers. Nasty fucks. I don't get it. Y'all just love turning up, man. Like they told, like <laughs> the like you're telling you we need to be distance away from each other. They're saying we need to stay inside, like dead ass. We need to stay inside. And no, um, nah, it's like no, we still gonna turn up because it's not gonna affect me. Oh man. Okay. All right. And then Gavin Newsom and other governors saw this shit. Like what? And put your black asses on timeout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Like, shut down all that shit. Niggas went out Saturday night and Sunday morning. Gavin Newsom was like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put out Kawhi Leonard and said, hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> nah, we closing that shit up. Fuck that. Yeah. You know, it's also something else that I've always, I've always been one of those people where it's like, damn, greed really runs everything. Like, you know, uh, I, just how could that take precedence over just being a human and you know right. empathy and all that stuff but i gotta admit after the amount of money that i made this weekend in shopping mm. for customers hmm. i'm not gonna say i fully agree and support it but i wholeheartedly understand now i get it yes <laughs> i completely i hey man i there is money in people's worst fears. Yeah. Ah, okay. There is money yeah. to be made in light of people's fears. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I'm like, you know, gung-ho about it and like, hey, this is great. Mm. But I'll be lying if I didn't say that this past weekend I didn't take a hard look and say, oh, no, I understand now. Mm-hmm. I completely, the amount that I made this week, Ooh. I understand. 
wholeheartedly now. Because it allowed me to take a day off today. And you know me, I never take days off. Yeah, seriously. Even if it's the slightest three or four hours. Like, yeah. I, no. You still be out. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, I took today off. Yeah, I, I made that you much. You deserve it. Yeah. That, that's wild. Wild indeed. Uh, Corona's actually got me at a loss for words. Like, I don't know where yeah. to go next. Like, wow. I have a whole list of shit. And like, I just keep stopping because I'm like, is there anything else that is caused by the Rona that we're forgetting? Because... A lot of shit. A lot of shit took place. All I want to say is have faith. And shit's going to work out. Because I'm very optimistic about it. And I'm leading by my faith, not sight. And it's like, you know, I'm seeing what's going on in the news. And it keeps saying like this, that, and the other. I'm just like, nah, it's going to work out. I think something else, too, is the... uh... It's very important is don't live trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Live as if you have it right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that way you can take the necessary precautions. Like if cats who went out on Saturday had just had the thought process, let me just pretend like I have it. They wouldn't have went out. No, they, actually, let me take that back. They, yeah. they still, probably, probably would have. Yeah. I don't understand the process of Maybe. just going yeah. out. What was the point of going out? Like, why? Like, you want to live that the weekend, dog. But you want to you know live that YOLO life? Like, dude. Like, yeah. I guess, man. I hope cats got some ass out of that, too. I really hope they did. Like, Shit. for their sake, I hope they did, because... In all honesty, to me, nah. I hope they didn't. I hope they crash and fail. Because, <laughs> like, bro, th- <laughs> think about this for a second, right? You're going out. You get some. The girl that... Or let's just say you have it, right? Mm-hmm. You pass it to the girl. Girl goes to her family. Who's to say that she don't That's live true. with, like, grandparents or, you know yeah. what I mean? That's Aunts true. or uncles that fucking are, are that type of age. You're putting so many different people at risk by doing that type of shit. It's very so, true. So, honestly, I pray to God they crash and fail, bro. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely I mean? right. Yeah. You're all right. A lot of times we live in, man, but like I've said, shit gets better. And the shit that's still staying here is the fucking music. There it is. Music ain't never gonna die. Shit. Music will keep you going. Matter of fact, I have a playlist about music to keep your spirits up. So, if y'all want it, just hit me up-ish. I'll probably just put it on the fucking my bio, whatever. So we all want to start. I mean, the one that had everybody talking. Oh, Hove Electronica. Yeah, yeah. Right here. J Electronica. I call it Hove Electronica. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, man, J Electronica for the first time in a long time. Well, no, long it ain't time. a long time. It's the first time. First time. Shit. The first I put time. in air. I put in air bubbles. First, first time. time. His first in a long time. His first official album. A written testimony. And it's just, it's brand just J Electronica. And when you listen to the first, not, well, the first person you hear is Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> Louis Farrakhan on the first track. But in the second track, the first rapper you hear is not J Electronica, but it's Jay Z. Not just on track two, but track three, track four, track five, track six, seven, and nine. And ten. Oh, so. <laughs> There's ten. So Jay, Jay Le got one. There's 10 tracks on this album, because Martin hasn't listened to that nope, one. I refuse. There's 10 wow. tracks on this album. There are nine that are actual songs. Okay. Jay is on eight of those nine songs. Oh, <laughs> like Jay-Z. Yeah. No, I know. There's only one Jay. <laughs> yeah, ain't no way in hell I'm referring to Jay Electronica as just Jay. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not a thing. Not doing that. <laughs> well, that's not a thing. Uh, no. Yeah, so there's nine actual songs on this, and Jay is on eight of them. Alright. My opinion. <laughs> this shit is not 
a debut album by Jay Electronica, which is what I wanted to hear. So that's the reason why I refused to fucking listen to this shit. And I will probably listen to it next week, unless their numbers are up. Then I'll listen to it the week after. I don't care. I will not <laughs> add to their fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. To their numbers, nah, uh, fuck all that shit. I guess. Just, just yeah, it's, it's that serious, bro. Because yes. like, like I said, I wanted a J Electronica album. I wanted to hear that. I you got to, it. No, I didn't. No. What I got was a bootleg of Watch the Throne. Oh, but you didn't listen yet. Yeah, well, that's what well, it's, I can that's back what's him there. Up. I can back him up. I'll, I'll, let, y'all, I'll let y'all talk. I'll let you talk. Nah, you can go because you, no. you no, no, I'm bad first. I get the good last. Nah, nah, just go ahead. Little paper scissors rock. Nah, just just go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, personally for me, with Jay Electronica, I had no expectations, and I think that's what I that's why I have with a lot of albums now. I go in with no expectations, so I just knew. And and when you listen to his first, I guess his only mixtape, the uh, Act One, there was like, like I hear how he raps. I know how his music is. It's like he comes like a thief in the night. Like it, he shows up and it is just over with before it even began. And I'm like, okay, so. I loved Ghost of Soldier Slim, like Jay Electronica and Hover really spitting on that. Um, the never what's it called? Shiny Shoot Theory they put on there was like six years old. Universal Soldier Hove was really just rapping his ass off on that shit. And Jay Electronica Flex Capacitor Hove was rapping on that. Hove and J- and Jay Electronica they were both to me they were both equal. I loved Fruits of my of the Spirit that was great. And Ezekiel's Will was great featuring Dream and. Can't even pronounce pronounce the shit. A pite, or it's pretty much called all praise and due to Allah. And a, according to what Jay Electronica said, they recorded that literally the day um, Kobe died, and it was pretty much like a pretty pretty much like a ode to the, your loved ones that passed away and shit like that, which was kind of a kind of ended on a sour note. But it was a good record, and Ho was rapping on a caliber. At a 50 years old, which was just amazing to me, Jay Electronica was rapping as only Jay Electronica can. And for the most part, to me, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. So that's just me. Now go ahead. Yeah, so there's some good music on here. Mm-hmm. Universal Soldier was definitely a standout. I hmm. did like that joint. I want to say Never Ending Story was decent to me. I still don't understand why Shiny Suit Theory was on here after six years, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say Fruits of the Spirit. Like, those are like the three that I was like, all right, cool. So, there is good music on here. Yeah. The problem is, like, Martine, I'm a person of presentation. Mm-hmm. So, in addition to sequencing, your moves got to match what, what, you're, what you're giving to me in a project. And mm-hmm. this don't match a J Electronica debut album. This is not a debut album. Mm. And I'm gonna give reason that don't even go past opinion. This is like textbook unwritten hip hop law. On a debut album, you are never, ever supposed to have the first raps be by anybody but yourself. And as Farrakhan finishes off Ghost of Soldier Slim, here comes Jay rapping. So we haven't even, Martin, we haven't even gotten to Jay Electronica yet. On a song called Ghost of Soldier Slim. That's like, I'll give you an example. Shout out to Simba. Simba just, you know, Simba from out here in the Bay. He, oh, got, yeah. he got a deal. Um, I think he's, if I'm not mistaken, it's with Atlantic. No mm. shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So shout out to Simba. Right. Let's say Simba drops a debut and has Eminem featured throughout the whole debut. Mm-hmm. 
And he has a song called Sliding Like Mac Dre, but Eminem's the first one to start rapping on that. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> see? How much you sense see does how that ridiculous make? that sounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's fire. It's ridiculous. But see, that's, that's, you, a, that's you know a goalpost it. move. Yeah, like, that's exactly. that starting to move the goalpost. <laughs> you shouldn't have said Eminem. You should have said, like, fucking. No, but no, but you understand the point. Somebody that's not from yeah, New Orleans, right not from I the Bay, because yeah. Jay's not from New Orleans. Right. And I'm pretty sure Jay Electronica was influenced by Soldier Slim in some way, with oh, it coming from the Bay or from uh, from, from New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, the same way I would imagine in that hypothetical, Simba was influenced by Mac Dre. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm just exactly. drawing that parallel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that threw me off. I'm like, okay, so Jay's the okay. All right, this is not a debut album. Then it goes into the blinding, and it starts off well. Like Jay Electronica starts rapping, he literally gets four bars in, and then Hove comes in and just starts spitting. I'm I'm not saying this hyperbole. Literally, he gets four bars in, Jay Electronica. Yeah. Four bars in, and then Hove just starts rapping. And I'm like, okay. Mm. They're going to trade bars. They're going to go equal four for four. Okay. Wow, Jay's rapping on the fifth bar now. Okay, it's the sixth bar now. And then Jay Electronica comes back in. So not only does he do they he like cuts him in but they, and the fucked up part is this is a beat that's if I'm not mistaken was Swiss Beats and Hit Boy, so the oh, beat switches shit. off. Wait, it's it's a two for one. Mm-hmm. So when you when you say that does it like switch like at midway or? Yeah. Okay. So gotcha, like the gotcha, first gotcha, half gotcha. is Swiss, the next one's Hit Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would have been perfect just to hear Jay Electronica like it would have been like an Exhibit C just spit just rap for me. Yeah. Nah, four bars in he gets cut off. Damn. So now I'm looking at it like, fam, seriously? Like, that's okay. okay. Damn, damn, damn. Okay. Never ending story. He finally starts catching his groove and the, the subject matter is pretty in depth. But then Jay comes in. So it's like, all right, dog. Like, at that point, never ending. Like, I just, I just really? let it play. I just let like, it play just to finish. Because at that point, guess. it was like, fam, this is not a debut album. Like this is supposed to be your yeah, story. Man. That this like I said, based off of what you're telling me, what I've been reading and shit like that, this ain't no debut album. I mean, fuck even debut album. It's not even a J Electronic album. It's cuz it's cuz this the the way what I mean when I say that, right? For example, Good Kid. Hey, Kendrick. You know that that's Kendrick throughout the entire sh- you know what I mean, even with the features. Mhm. Whatever you know, whoever's on the shit. I think what Dre was on two tracks. Fucking he had J Rock on the shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but it was a Kendrick album. He had his fingerprint all over that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like even with what I'm hearing, I didn't hear the obviously I didn't hear the album. But I'm saying from but everyone's saying. If I when I do listen to it eventually, I'm not gonna say that I'm hearing Jay Electronica like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Not in that vein. And, and that's made, that's what I expect from a debut album. And I made a joke. I was like, "Damn, uh, Jay Electronica is getting washed by by Jay Throwaways. Like these aren't Jay Throwaways. These aren't throwaway bars." Oh yeah, by no, him. no. Like I was joking on that. But the fact remains, as I'm listening to this, I can't get into Jay Electronica because not only is he getting cut off, but Hove is spitting top elite bars. Yeah. So now I'm more focused on Jay on a quote unquote Jay Electronica debut album. Hmm. That's another problem for me. Yeah. Like why okay, why why are you here now? Because I'm not even focused on you anymore. And it's not my fault for that. You allowed it. You allowed yeah. this man to get on records with yep. you. Well, for me, it didn't really 
deter me on how I listen to the album. I just took the album for what it is. I had no expectations for it. I was just saying, let's see how this goes. And to me, the Electronica and Hove, the mic chemistry was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it all the way through, especially on the only solo J Electronica track. They were all spitting, and he was saying like a whole bunch of like bars and shit like that. Do you that. have any of the bars? What's it called? The one where he said that, um, oh, I got one right here. I really like this one right here from J Electronica himself. He well, he goes and says, let's see, where is it? Yeah, he said, I survived Neverland like the Jacksons. You never swal- swallow slanderous lies for the devil's satisfaction. I still got my glitter gloves, I still got my glitter socks, and I'm still moonwalking all over your fucking couch with all these zippers. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that one. Of course, he would pick the Michael Bar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, it's, and it's not just—it's not just used Busby. I've seen a lot of people say he was spitting bars, and I'm like, well, "Where are the bars?" And they're just like, "Well, you weren't listening." I'm like, "You." I mean, shit. He was spitting. Oh, well, where are the bars? I do. I do. And so now I have for actually having something on yeah. there to say. You know what I mean? And so then I start thinking about then, it. I'm, then from what I'm even—I've seen conversations like that. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, what did he say? And then, well, you weren't listening. Yeah, you so weren't listening. Like, so I'm like. And like what? I'm like, well, are are he, is he spitting bars or are you just infatuated with a wide vocabulary? Because he's got a wide vocabulary yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's Jay Electronica. Yeah, yeah. And I have no, is. I have, yeah, I have no issue with that. Right. Give me the big words that forced me to go look it up in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. But don't in the midst of it try to give me a big word. And all of a sudden, Hove starts coming and spitting. Because that's the thing. Like I wanted to break. Down. I saw a lot of people bring up. Well, it's, what's the difference between this and a and the Raekwon uh, Cuban Links album when when Ghostface was on it? Biggest difference was that they promoted that as all these solo albums are Wu Tang albums. They mm-hmm. were just picking one, two, or three individual artists to lead the way. But these yeah. are li- these are Wu Tang albums, right? And that's what, how it was presented. So when when you go into it, even if you have no expectation, you at least know this is a part of the Wu Audiomatic universe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that—that's what that is. This there, it J Electronica, a written testimony. And the fucked up thing is, there's actually Travis Scott is listed on here, and the Dreams listed on two different features, but there's no featuring Jay Z. Yeah, I noticed that. So that that fucks it up for that. me too, because I'm like. Okay, and then somebody else tried to bring up, well, well, what about Snoop on 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 Doggy Stop? Because the first one that was rapping was Lady of Rage, and it was like, yeah. However, you also got to understand the circumstance of events that took place. Snoop's coming out party wasn't his album; it was the <laughs> Chronic. Literally, his whole coming out party was the Chronic, and even Warner though he was, was the case, I mean, no, 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 Snoop's coming out party. Oh yeah, literally, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 it was the, yeah. the Chronic, right? In this case, even though he wasn't the first one rapping on his, on it was Lady of Rage, he was still the first voice because of the, the bathtub skit. Mm. So I still heard him. Like, I go through a whole almost four, what the, what's, what's the intro? The intro is like two minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And then whole spits for like another minute or so. You yeah. probably go three or four minutes until you hear Jay Electronic on this. As a debut album. Yeah. Like that's just it's it's it's, it's for for me blown, it's man. for like, me seriously. it gets in the way of the music like yeah. I, I'm not gonna apologize for that if you're proclaiming it is it is this I, I could not have the, any expectations at all but at the very least I gotta have some kind of standard okay this is what debut albums usually sound like they don't incorporate the arguably the biggest rap star mm. that hip hop's ever produced in terms of 
catalog and popularity and recognition. Yeah. They don't necessarily have that. So I can't I can't factor anything else. I have to go off of that. Right. And that's why it got in the way for me. Like if they if they just went around they were just like this is a J Electronica and J project. Because we just want to get joint we just want to get J Electronica out. Then it's like, okay, cool. Now you just, just threw some aside. But you calling this a debut album, like I can't help but bring up Drake. If we're gonna hold Drake accountable for not writing his own bars, yeah, which is hip hop code and hip hop law, mm. why are we moving the goalposts for somebody when it's debut hip hop debut unwritten rule? Yo, get busy, start rapping, he show us who you seriously. are. He was rapping. No, he was showing us glimpses of it. Hove was, was also coming in and invading was, on that honest personal think it space. Was glimpses. I think it was just who he is. I mean, How many verses did you say he had? He had eleven verses. So there's eight songs in the eleven Hove verses. Had six. So there's eight songs, eleven verses. That is just over one verse. And Hope was and some on some of the like what's it called Ezekiel's will. Hope was just doing the hook. But you got to understand what I'm saying. You just said that's and, eleven and, verses. And and, and 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 on the last track he did the hook on he did the hook on the last track. And then some of them he wasn't really rapping like that. Jay Electronica took over parts of the songs. So I mean, hey man, there's different ears. Like I said, I had no expectations. I just listened to it as a fan. I enjoyed it. You didn't. You're whatever. But <laughs> I'm just saying, That's if, if, if you're gonna, if I'm just saying, if we're gonna hold people responsible for Sometimes unwritten hip hop rules. Hold them all responsible. Don't just pick and choose. No, I think that's what it is. Because people the music always, hits. People always say, hey, man, if the music hits, people will pick and choose. And that's just how it is. But that's the other thing Sucks. that I've been hearing is, like, the music wasn't even, like, the beats themselves. Like, they weren't The beats were hard great. to get into for me. Yeah. Like, there's there's no replay. There's no replay value for me in the beats. Jay could produce not all of it. Like, Hit Boy produced, like, the third track. And Alchemist produced the beat. Yeah, that was pretty fucking raw. But, yeah, Jay Electronica produced, like, the majority of the album. And I found it also interesting. Like, dude, why the fuck would you not get Just Blaze? That's, yeah. that's the one that's thing the I one didn't. Thing that's the one thing I uh, will complain, that he didn't have Just Blaze on the album, which was kind of kind of interesting. But, like I said, they recorded this shit in, 26, in like, what, 40, 40 days, days and 40 so nights. They started the day after Christmas and then just put it out. So, it's like... There's just some things I don't want changed, man. 40-day theory, man. Like on a debut album, give me you. Yeah. If you haven't already had your coming out party, like yeah. give me who you Exhibit are. Exhibit C was him, huh? Exhibit C was him yeah, for ten song. years though, and that bro. was ten like, years ago. That's a whole. I, I can't live off of that's, that's that, one that's song. That's the part like, that kills me, dog. It's like mm-hmm. legit. Don't get me wrong. Exhibit C. We laughed at. Like, we laughed really, at. Really, 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 really fucking good. But like. Come on, man. That's well, you laughed at Jay telling Nas that's a that's one hot album oh, every ten year average. average. You're talking about giving me one song. Hey, man, he did a whole bunch of features. Like when, like I said, but none of them. He also got yeah. Like, like, like you bring up Control, and you oh, always have to remind people yeah, oh, Jay Electronica yeah, was, was on there. there. And his Seriously. verse was good, but Kendrick overshadowed him. Like I said, but that's a problem. Hey, for me, for me, when I look at the album for what it is, it's in my opinion one of the best rap albums of the year. Not better than M's. But it's one of the, or, yeah, not better than M's. But fuck it. I could under, now, if you're just talking based on the music, then just I'll, based on yeah, the music, I'll, I'm yeah, not yeah. looking at the overall. In that, in that part, yeah, that I'll, I'll give you that. You know, I'm not gonna like because again, talk there were, shit there about were that. songs. I, yeah, you know, like, I was I'm like, not okay, looking that's at interesting. Any, I'm not looking at the overall factor, like the the whole inside, because that it didn't really matter to me. I was just strictly looking at the music. I'm not looking at oh, it's supposed to be your debut album. I'm supposed to just hear you. I'm not looking at none of that. I'm going like he took ten years. He's comfortable doing it. He had pretty much Jay Z said, "I'll do it with you," and if this, if that's all I had to take. 
Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at that, that's that's fine. That's For me, crazy. I can't look past that. Mm. Because if they yeah, proclaiming yeah. you to be this God MC, this lyrical miracle wonder, this Wonder Boy. Show me for 40 minutes, majority you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to show me that. And he did not show me that. He gave me spurts. Mm. And you can't, but see, that's the thing. You can't just, you can't diminish that because you just said 11 verses over eight songs. So you, it's not even like, it, verses it's not even like, both a, had six. no, no, but, but listen to what I'm saying. That's something mathematically you can't dispute. That's a verse, a song average. Mm. Yeah. So you, that's not even opinion. That's literally yeah, a, fact. That's a fact. I don't get into to listen. I don't crown MCs based on one verse a song. You got to create songs for me. It's bad enough we're getting already getting to the era where the third verse is already becoming extinct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I'll be honest with you. I've been hearing a lot of music lately, and sometimes like when you do get a song with three verses, that third verse needs to go. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just oh, keep it funky. Yeah, no, of course. I mean? But that's because people aren't doing. They're going away from the art of using the third verse as wrapping everything up. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. a third verse just to throw on. Yeah, exactly. like the art form of the beginning, middle, and the end. Like right. it's a play. Right. Like right. yeah, that art is is becoming extinct as yeah. well. It's just. For somebody that they praise and that I look to, like, damn, he's a pretty good MC. I want to see what he got. Like, even with coming in with no expectations, it's just to hear and to hear him like spit and get busy on starting with the blinding, mm. and then four bars in he gets cut off. It's like, okay, you know? yeah. Well, shit. like I said, I'll give it a shot next week, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just like like I said, man, just off of principle as far as like the actual art, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's where I have the issue. What? You know what I'm saying? Like just especially because not on a grand scale like like Jay Electronica, but I make music myself. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like I look at it from a different view and shit. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me this is your debut album and Jay Z is all over it. Ho. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the best to ever do it and shit, if not the best. You know what I'm saying? Round of applause for Hove. Cause yeah, because he was spitting his ass off at 50. Right? Yeah, he, he was. I'm not, yeah, not going to take away from, from it. But see, from him, I expect nothing less. That's, that's the that's, problem. It's like, you know what it's, I mean? Like, I expect nothing yeah. less from him. <sighs> Whatever the case. Yeah, other music dropped. The boy Don Tolliver, man. I didn't even know this was dropping until like the mm. day before it dropped. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don Tolliver dropped his... Uh, this is his official debut because Don Donnie Womack was the mixtape that got lost in the shuffle because it dropped the day before Astro World. Mm. <laughs> smart move, bro. <laughs> Sorry, but just smart move. <laughs> Real. Um, I don't know who was in charge of that planning, but I have been a Don Tolliver fan since I heard him skate on Can't Say mm. off of Astro World, and that's how I ended up finding out about the Donnie Womack tape. Right. So. When I heard he had a solo track on the Jack Boys compilation, I was like, oh, he's probably next up then. They're ready to move forward. 12 tracks on Heaven or Hell, and for me, it was pure heaven. <laughs> I, I ran this album back four plays in a row in its entirety. Yeah. Like, I was able to... I was able to push it in the car. I was able to push the cart in the store while I was working. I was able to walk around in general with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was able to do, like, different actions and activities with this album, and it just connected on every single one. Yeah. Like, I, after the fourth one, I, I was like, the hell with it, and I just went to iTunes and I bought it. Mm. I was like, there's, there's no That's way. That's what's up. Euphoria with Travis Scott. Shout out to, uh, to Cash Page. When I brought her up back in January, 
I said she kind of reminded me of like a full fledged R and B version of Dej Loaf. Mm. Euphoria is probably one of the, the most beautiful pieces of music I've heard this year. Yeah, she did not let you, let you down. I can yeah. tell that for sure. Like based on this, because I, I this album I actually listened to. So <laughs> yeah, not nah, like man that her feature fit that song so fucking perfect, man. Indeed, yeah, no, wholeheartedly. Yeah, and then of course uh, with this being a. Uh, a, a good music affiliate in, in Trav and, and the Cactus Jack. Mm. Mike Dean is listed as a co-producer the entire album. Oh, no shit. He mixed and mastered the, the album. Wow. Um, uh, who is it? Uh, Wonder Girl, I think, is like the main producer hmm. on here. That's interesting. Um, Trav did a couple tracks. Um, Sunny Digital and Frank Dukes are on here. So it's a, it's a nice yeah. blend. And then there's some up-and-coming... Uh, there's some up and coming acts. I think it was a uh, can't feel my legs. There's a producer, I forget can't his name from uh, from Dallas. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, I'm, I'm gonna find his name right now. I actually just followed him. Like his production on this was enough to be like, nah, I gotta follow you. You're, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're you're possibly going to be creating a sound that's next up. Right. And uh, his production name is uh for the night. Mm, for the night. Yeah. Huh. He did his thing on this one. Um, Wonder Girl and uh, Wonder Girl for the Night, Freaky and Mike Dean were the producers on that track. Of course, Mike Dean. Yeah, Mike Dean makes everything great. Mm-hmm. Like he takes it to the, he takes it to the next. He's like a white Dr. Dre. Yeah. Like he, all you gotta do yeah. is just give him the the, the draft. And he'll get it to the finished product. Yeah, he like, puts that sauce on yeah. it. Yeah. That's yep. Kanye's yeah. secret weapon, man. Um, Cardigan and After Party will get you up and moving, and then Candy and Company. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Martin. I love those records because of what he transitions into on the second halves of each of those songs. Where it's like those oh, yeah, those yeah, warps yeah, yeah. slow down. Yep. Like when he gives you like that new era Houston. Yeah, I was just going to say that. That shit. new yeah. era Houston. It's uh, got that chopped in, feel. Yeah, that yeah, chopped and screw. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I, nah, I fucked with When it came to those, I thought they were going, they were new songs. Mm. I didn't even know they were continuations yeah. from no, the last one. And so I was looking, I was like, wait, there's still Especially a minute on here. Like, there was like a, a gap of silence yeah. almost and shit, and then it just came right back. And I was yeah. like, oh. Those are pretty dumb. I like when they do that. Yeah, shit. nah, yeah. bro. They, he, like, overall, the, to me, it was like Astral World Light. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and that's in no disrespect because, like, Astral World took it, y'all know, it took me a while to, like, really, right. like, fill it out and shit. But now that I, I heard that one and now hearing this, it's like, okay. I see where they're going, right? The only one thing that kind of tripped me out was that uh, down at the bottom, there's no label. Oh, no, that's right Yeah, here. I don't know if you've seen that. It's right here. Oh, they added it later? Yeah. Well, it's the label. Oh, okay. Captain Shaq. Oh, Captain Shaq. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he signed the trap. Yeah, no, I, I figured, but I wasn't... I, I didn't see it, so I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> now, if... Uh, for I'm not saying it's on par with the two albums I'm about to name. Mm. I'm just giving a, a great analogy for mm-hmm. people to go off of. To me, this following up Astral World is like when Doggy Style followed up The Chronic. Mm, yeah. You knew exactly what you were getting going into it. Yeah. It's the same intensity. Because, I mean, they're both from Houston. Mm-hmm. So they're both going to have that sound. And Don Tolliver is a lot more melodic in his tone. Like, yeah. he's. Now, he definitely sings. Bro. Yeah. Like, he, he, he sings his ass off. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's no disrespect to Trav. Trav, to me, is a, an all around. Yeah. Don is more of the that's like the vocalist of the group. Yeah, for sure. So to hear that and of course, yeah, they're this and Astro World are connected. Like for sure. they have to be. There's, there's no accident by that. Yeah. But as I'm listening to this, the first thing that comes to mind is 
when this corona is is is, is, is kicked back and it's time to go on tour, <laughs> these songs are perfect for a tour atmosphere. Yeah, that's why we, we talked about that last week. People making music just to like perform. They see themselves performing yeah. live in front of thousands of fans. Yeah, and then of course uh, had enough. Um, people were just getting familiar with had enough. Um, it was on the Jack Boys compilation, mm. the one that features Quavo and Offset. And that shit fucking knocks. Yeah. Mm. I and, love that track. <laughs> and I love it even more because as you're listening to it, even then he knew the title of the album because he tells her it's either heaven or hell. Yeah. And so I was like, I like that. See, that's the type of stuff Buzzy were like, mm-hmm. I can't allow not to look at, not to go back to the conversation, but... I have to look at the overall picture with projects mm-hmm. because it's three months ago he listed off is it heaven or hell and then it ends up becoming heaven or hell the name of the album mm-hmm. like that stuff like yeah I I look at stuff like that so I can't just listen to just music and then just take it for what it is I it's, gotta have the whole it's yeah. like I said it's just it's the art of it right art, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that's that's kind of like the essence of what I was talking about right I, I get you I get yeah. you and when I say that I'm not even trying to say that oh no this shit's on J Electronica this, these are two completely oh, yeah. different pieces of art and, and stratospheres like these aren't comparable at any type of oh yeah different yeah. yeah, yeah so I, mean, I, I know what to because like I said going back I never I didn't listen to J Electronica but I know what kind of to expect from that right this was completely left of that you know what i mean yeah. like so i'm i'm good with it yeah yeah well, so breaking news <laughs> wrestlemania is officially moved to the performance center hmm. <laughs> he gonna get that off uh, yeah he put and no fans are allowed but everything around wrestlemania are officially just canceled so the hall of fame ceremony all that shit nxc all that shit is just done no fans allowed yeah, he gonna get that WrestleMania off, but everything's gonna be at the Performance Center. So round of applause to Triple H for making the Performance Center that literally saved wrestling. I got some other breaking news. Mm. The Cowboys have lost cornerback Byron Jones. Damn, he's going to the Dolphins. Five years, eighty-two point five million with fifty-seven million guaranteed. My God. <laughs> For a fucking cornerback, that shit's yeah. great. That contract That's is Jerry. nuts. Jerry going Jerry. No, 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 no. He, no. He's left the Cowboys. Oh, he left the Cowboys to where? Yeah, the to Dolphins? the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Well, Florida man going Florida man. Shit. Wow. Shit, they ain't closing their bars, so hey, but he, <laughs> he gonna he, be there. He was the top rated CB on yeah. the free agent market list. Yeah, so, he was yeah. number one CB on the market. You know what I mean? So yeah. it makes sense. But damn, that contract is insane, though. So it's for a quarterback? Yeah. Corner. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anybody listen to Uzi's deluxe version? Nope. Uh, was anybody listen to Rich the Kid? No. Actually, I did. Oh. How did that go? Here's the thing. See, I, I listened to Rich the Kid, the first two albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know y'all shitted on him. But oh, did. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't. Oh, he did. I didn't shit on the first one. The first one I really liked, actually. The second one was kind of like, eh, I don't know if you could sustain this, you know what I mean, right. from what he had on the first one. This one, nah, bro. Like, you had a few good songs, but I couldn't make it to the end. Really? Because, yeah, no, there's 19 tracks. It's 44 minutes. It's not like it's that long and shit, but like I seriously could not make it to the end. I probably got to, I want to say about number 10, 11-ish mm-hmm. in that range. Cause I remember hearing Lil TJ. He's I I fuck with Lil TJ, man. At first I wasn't too sure. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like I, I fuck with dude. Yeah. But um, after I heard Lil TJ, I was like, okay. And then the songs kind of like blended because mm. Rich the Kid. If you haven't listened to Rich the Kid before, he has a specific flow and he sticks to it through every fucking song. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. 
especially after 11 or 12 songs right you know what i mean it's just like all right bro like i was i was good like there was one good song i'll give it to him stuck together with little baby yeah I, like that song's cool i fuck with that shit but other than that like it was it was hard hard to get through yeah i feel it yeah um, did you try listening to Blueface? I didn't even attempt. Nah. Nah. No. Nah, I did appreciate nah. I did appreciate the title of his project and yeah, I did nah. appreciate the artwork. Yeah. So nah. I at least you know, part of me thinks, well, I got so much time. I may just put it on by fluke this week. Yeah, no, nah, I, 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 I tried. <laughs> was it better, I, was it better I, than the last one we listened to? <clears throat> it was better and you know what that that's the thing about it. It it is progress. It's not enough progress. What's it called? Armand Beat or some no, shit? No, Find the Beat. Find the Beat. Yeah. <laughs> I do like exactly. that. Like, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's smart. Yeah. That, that's great. You know what I mean? But like, and he, he, did, he, did he, bring... and he did find the beat. I will give him that. But I just can't stand his voice. Was the like, pro- it's just not. Yeah. It's was the not production there. at least album worthy? No, it was mixtape status. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. 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 You, you got to understand, like, there's. Yeah. You got to have nah. a sound that's ready for an album. Yep. You listened to another project, didn't you? Did I? Soundtrack. I didn't listen to it. I skimmed to it. The troll soundtrack. Oh, how was that? Yeah, I skimmed to. I didn't listen to it all the way, but they sound. It sounded smooth. Like though, Justin Timberlake and Anderson Pack. That record was smooth as fuck. Okay, Timberlake is low key three for three ish. He's slowly coming back, even though everything's put on pause right now. He's slowly making. He's slowly, you know, making up for Man of the Woods. Yeah. So okay, good for him. Got you. Well, if that's the case, we got some album anniversaries. Two! Two! Two of them. And one of them actually played a role in creating another one. And it was kind of... I don't know. If I remember the story was correctly, it was... He changed the title of it because it was just too obvious. Yeah, obviously. And the dates were so close. It would have been a spoiler. But we start with the older first, which is uh, Tupac and Me Against the World. It's Me Against the World, baby. 25 years since that album dropped. Damn. Damn. Holy fuck. That that album is as old as the creator itself now. (laughs) Wow. Shit. Yeah. Damn, same age. Yeah. That's crazy. Fam. I didn't even think about that shit. God damn. Shit. We are getting there. We are. (laughs) God damn. Um, like I said last week, this was an album that if I could have been a fly on the wall, I just would have wanted to sit in on this just because I would have wanted to have seen Pac in that mind frame mm-hmm. of knowing that his freedom's on the line. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, the third verse in So Many Tears to me is a top 10 verse in hip hop period. Mm-hmm. Like really- how he just started like... Fam, when he gets to the point, my remove is a calculated step that brings me closer to embracing early death, and now there's nothing like what? Mm-hmm. Huh? This was like what his third album yeah. too. Yeah, it was, his yeah, third, his album. third album. Yeah, that's not even something that you could fathom at nah. that age. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when he was what? He was twenty three. Twenty three. Shit. Twenty three. Me against... and, and that's that, no. That's no, where no, your no, mindset hey, is. No, 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 no. I, I thought he was younger. He was twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. He was twenty two, twenty three, because the album came out. Uh, March 14th, 95, he turned 24 that year. So he, yeah, he was 22 or 23 recording this. He went to jail for a few months. They got out when he was 25 and dropped All Eyes on Me. Think about it for a second, though. When he drops All Eyes on Me, he's only 24. Yeah. Then 25 dropped Machiavelli. Like, 
24, you're on your fourth album, and it's that. Oh. And yeah. coming off of when you were 23, you recorded Me Against the World. Like, bro. Like, I, I went in... <laughs> because you know me, when it comes to Pac, I can't play one of the last three albums without running the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Like, it, to me, it's a trilogy. Mm, yeah. mm. I'm just sitting there going through it, and I'm like, man, if there's any artist that could at least just pick one song that was a single from each album and just put it onto one project, we're calling that artist a genius. Mm. And this motherfucker had pickums on yes. each one of his last three albums. It was like, oh, which one you want? Yeah. You want one with Snoop? You want one with Dre? You want one with me by myself? I could get you Casey and JoJo over here. Mm. I can talk shit about Dre on this one. Right. Like, <laughs> pick your poison. See, which which me, you want? With me, me against the words, like number two, because number one is Machiavelli. I love Mac- Machiavelli. Me against the world's number two because it, it really helped me get through some shit. I talked. I think I talked about this before, but I'll say it again for the new listeners. Like you know, one of my favorite tracks is again the the title track, "Me Against the World." Mm-hmm, right. Um, so many tears, of course, classic. Lord yep. knows. Um, uh, what's it called? It ain't easy. It's a really underrated track for me. Mm-hmm. It ain't yeah. easy. You know what I mean? And can you get away the fucking dirty Mac anthem? Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. You yeah. Can you get away? Shit, I'm surprised his lawyer didn't even try <clears throat> to use that as evidence to say that he wouldn't touch this girl in any way. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm surprised that wasn't an attempt that went, mm-hmm. as far as I know, that went into the courts. And Death Around the Corner, that made famous on the pot, on the, what's it called, Resurrection soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, this whole album, like, and he went number one while he was still in jail. And, shit, it's by far one of his most honest and open projects. He was against the world. That's how he felt. I mean, you go Temptations, man. Oh, yeah, Temptations. You know what I'm saying? Heavy in the game. Fucking. I mean, one of my favorites, man, underrated as fuck. And if you listen to my song, Feel No Pain, I kind of reword this hook is mm-hmm. uh, old school. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I love that shit. Like, I love music. I love hip-hop where you pay homage to the previous generation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what I did on my track. Yeah, props and to that, Blue Jay. Yeah, but that, mm-hmm. that was my... Uh, what do you call it? Like he laid, my, the, blue, he laid the blueprint the for blueprint. game. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, like legit. <laughs> that song laid the blueprint yeah, for game. Yeah, yeah nah, but he like really I took that same shit and did it my own way too. Right. Like I said, you know what I mean? Right. No, nah, I remember... Um, Fuck the world. That's one of my shits. I just remember hearing... Richie Rich, I forgot who even bought this album because, of course, when this album came out, I was only like five or six, bro. All right, so I forgot how I even heard it, but I just remember hearing Heavy in the Game Mm -hmm. and Rich hearing Richie Rich, and I was like, even as a kid, I was like, "Mm, it's cool. Then the remix for I Got Five drops just a few months later. Mm, (laughs) Yup. And it was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, that guy is kind of yeah. good. Yeah, and, 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 and Richie Rich is probably easily a top three collaborator with Pac. Oh, I love hearing, I haven't heard easy. anything Pac and Richie Rich on the same record. It wasn't anything that I didn't like. Yeah, They had a, a very nice, unique chemistry that their friendship was able to channel what was going on in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned it, like, what you call it, when you first heard it. You know, it was or when it first came out, you were like five, right? Right. Yeah. This was the first Tupac album that was in my house because my dad bought it simply for Dear Mama. Mm. Yeah. Back my, in the time, yeah, my you dad, had to buy my dad, the albums. Yeah. But my dad don't even listen to fucking like hip hop like that. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was a trip. I, when I first popped it in, I was like, oh. Oh, Dad, shit. do you want this? Because he's cussing a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, Dear Mama, that's like the Mother's Day anthem. And just, man. I think that was, I think, 
if I'm not mistaken, that was probably like one of the first songs where we celebrated a rapper for being vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I mean, I need love is kind of that's vulnerable yeah. as well. You know, that's what I'm saying? I think like, it was one of the first, but like, I need love was still like a you still trying to get some pussy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I, I want to take with Ice Cube or not Ice Cube, but LL uh, because yeah. he he went through it to make that a yeah. standard. He, yeah, exactly. he set that like, standard for Yeah, Aubrey. so I don't want to take away from exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from him and his fight for that. Right, but there was still kind of a. All right, you a little simpy, but we get it. You yeah, know, you gotta say what yeah, you gotta yeah, get. I, feel, it. Yeah, I think I this one was kind of like the first one where it was like completely vulnerable. He made you like as a listener, it was like you got very emotional listening yeah. to this, and it was okay. Like it didn't matter. It's like nah, this is this is what like what Thug Life is about. I heard a lot of people say that this is what Thug Life is about. You being true to who you are, who you are and yeah. your background, and I'll be damned if any of us got hate for our mothers. You know yeah, that, that type yeah, like so yeah, yeah uh-huh. I always thought that was uh, I always thought that was very interesting with that record alone and then with Easy Mo B, bro, the play like oh my god because remember you got to put you got to put the time frame together for those that don't look at production credits yeah Easy Mo B's coming off of Ready to Die yep mm-hmm. yep so then he goes into this to me against the world which if you know the story about Big while everything was still cool between him and Pac. Big wanted some of those records to put on Ready to Die, and Eastmo B was like, "Nah, I got some of these for Pac." And he was like, "Man, fuck Pac!" Like, you know, jokingly mm-hmm. as a friend, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. I want that shit. So there was still that that connection there in itself. Was there were records on the table that were attached to Pac and Biggie by Eastmo B? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that to me was you can't help but notice that because there's still that hardcore East Coast sound on this project. Yeah, it was. yeah. and it ended up becoming yeah. the last. East. Hardcore East Coast sound on any Tupac project. Uh, yes, it was. I wonder how long it took him to record this album. Because I know All Eyes on Me took two weeks. Machiavelli took, you know, three days, yeah. seven days, or whatever. I wonder how yeah, long seven it took, days. Yeah, I wonder how long it took him to make this one. Because he really took his time. Because he's coming out strictly. It says like this one was, um, it said it was recorded between 93 and 94. Oh, hey, because that's what fucking Are You Still Down, All You Still Down record. Because the All You Still Down yeah, like, these were, album was, yeah. it, was a, it was a combination of me against the world of Thug Life records. So, yeah, hey. that and then the Strictly For My Niggas, uh, some of those sessions as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I I still get emotional when I hear some of these records. Hmm. I feel you. The album is fucking amazing, still to this day. Yeah. To me... Pac at his most rawest is Machiavelli to me because like, I love yeah. albums that have the artist at their most rawest form yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's Machiavelli just 13 tracks straight to the point okay this is how this is what you want no you're you're absolutely right yeah me against the word that's him it's him at his core but it's the other side of it like he's being really yeah. re- retrospective introspective on himself retrospect looking around at his whole surroundings and shit like that yeah and pretty much saying like yeah I know death is coming for me this is, I like to how I say the final three me against the world is his most vulnerable mm-hmm. all eyes on to me is his most celebratory of life mm-hmm. and uh, Machiavelli. Machiavelli is his most honest Mm. Fuck yeah. you! Fuck like, you! Yeah. Yeah. You're cool. I 100 yeah. agree, agree with you. With it's, you it's, it's his most raw. Mm-hmm. But I think with Pac, he's he was just naturally raw mm-hmm. yeah. to, to begin with. So I think another word it's just it was blatantly honest. It was blatantly like yeah. he didn't hide honest. anything. Yep. Yeah, and I, that fits it perfect. Yeah. 
I think that's how you just define that trilogy. It was he was most vulnerable, celebratory, and his most honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you pick one of those three albums and add it to anybody's catalog, and you're calling, you're looking at that artist differently. For sure. This man, easy, this man bro. did I mean, these. This man did these in three years. Hey, strictly for my niggas, it's really underrated. By the way, it's it's good. It's it, oh, it's, yeah. it's good. I, I mean, bro, not to be you know, Tupac, you know, biggest fan or whatever. Right. But like, literally, all of his albums are really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> like, Tupacalypse now is kind of in on me. Really, oh, you tripping? It's a it's a one Pac I might least listen to. Strictly for my niggas, it's very, very. The only reason why I don't most, go... like least listen to that's understandable. Still, when I say least, it's, it's, good, it's the though. most tracks I skip. I skip a lot of tracks on that. Album. I'll say this: the reason why I it's the least most listened for me mm. is because of the mixing and the mastering. Okay, the volume levels are too low. Yeah, and obviously yeah. that has to do with the, the, age. the age and yeah. the changing of literally just how fast technology works in a span of was Apocalypse Now was ninety one, mm. Machiavelli was ninety six. Yeah. literally yeah. how fast technology can change in that I span mean, and not even that but the, also the person who you had doing it mm-hmm. right you know what I'm saying like, I don't know who did Tupacalypse now or whatever right but I know who did All yeah. Eyes on Me yeah. right that was Dr. Dre he didn't make shit sound horrible yeah <laughs> so nah but for me with Tupacalypse now I mean trapped I don't give a fuck words of wisdom crooked ass nigga if my homies call Brenda's got a baby and then rebel from the like there's just too many rebel. out here to Rebel even young, rebel. even how it starts, young black male, hard as an erection, young black male. <laughs> that shit's hard to this day. Hey man, rubber shit's dope. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> like this shit is dope. I like. Don't get me twisted. Like I agree with you. It's the it's the one I listen to the least. But I can, I can put on pop albums and I can just let them run. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't necessarily go to skip them. I feel it. Even with the, I know how you feel about the second disc on All Eyes on Me. Oh yeah. Uh, even the second disc. Yeah. I let that shit not. I want. I want to even. I'm gonna give myself a challenge. Like I want to challenge myself and see if I can. Uh, if I can condense all eyes on me. And I, can I mean, well, you ain't got nothing but time. Bro. I don't have nothing but time. So, so like, you know what I mean, I think. And <laughs> honestly, I say it's not just all eyes on me. I'm gonna try that with as many double discs as I can try. Like I think that'll be that'll be dope to just. Figure I, out I, I did that with Blueprint too. That is a too. cool like musical. Pop yeah, project. I, did nah, that, I, fuck with that. I yeah. did that with Blueprint too. Well, they did two point one, but I did that with Blueprint too. Did that with Scorpion. I don't think you could do that with Life After Death. Life After Death has too many I think you can. Yeah, I think you could. I think you mm. could. Yeah, you probably could. I mean, the thing is, it's not going to... I wouldn't condense it to the amount of songs that's on each album. You'd obviously have to extend it out. Mm. But I think I'd probably just do a, a cutoff where it's like, okay, I'm a, I am only get to add four more songs to the yeah. first disc. Mm. So we're all, we're Life After Death, I think, was what? It's 12 tracks per. Mm-hmm. So that would be like a 16-track album. Maybe. So we want to see if I can do yeah. that. Pac would... I mean, okay, I'm thinking back. I think one of the only songs I could probably take out on um, Life After Death would be the Lil' Kim record. And Player Hater. I'll take those two songs out. I think I would take Player Hater out too, but I love Player Hater. Oh, yeah, for trolling reasons. <laughs> I, think I, would, I think that would probably be one of the, the two or three I would try to hold on to to the very end. Mm. <laughs> Cause I just love what it what they like that was that's like a perfect skit song yeah to like to because there was just so much heavy fucking content on Life After Death yeah, like I feel like yeah. that was kind of like the flavor flavor of Life After Death where right. it was that necessary just put it in there to kind of soften all this shit up right mm-hmm. so yeah but I think I'm a I'm gonna try that challenge for as many double albums as I can not just in hip hop but double albums period shit well, you want to see you want to see how I could do with that it was the 25th anniversary of me against the world and another so, album turned. 
And another album, the person that, you know, Pac arrived in their dreams, his album turned five years old. And that is Kendrick Lamar's To Pip a Butterfly, the album of the decade to us. It's the album of a generation. It really is. Just, what is there to say? We've talked about this album so many times. What is there to say about this shit? We've talked about but honestly, as much <laughs> as we've talked about we've never gone in depth with it. I mean, it's more like like it's kind of, it's kind of hard to go in depth with it because the album is so self-explanatory. It just sums it up like it's like I'm like, what is there to talk about? See, and that's the thing to me is like it, it reminds me of a Tupac album in that sense. It's like mm-hmm. it's just right there, right in front of your face. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like that's what really, I loved about it. I'm like, it's really nothing to really like jump into. It's the story of Kendrick innerly just kind of rediscovering himself. Not everyone keeps saying it's too black. This it's like there's nothing really. I mean, it's black, of course. So the, you know, black artists made it, but pretty much he rediscovered himself, went to Africa, came back home, and brought that knowledge to his people. Yeah, and then had a conversation with Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, Spoilers. Lucky <laughs> Spoilers. You know, I mean, uh, really nothing else. Like, like he talked to God. He talked to the devil. He fucking had conflicted with his homeboys, with institutionalized, you know, how they had the institutionalized mindset. That's what everyone's mm. going through right now. They're institutionalized. They're trying to say, like, no, you don't want to, don't go out. But it's like, no, nah, this is just who I am. They're so fixated on that mindset that you need to turn up no matter what. Fucking social mediaized. That too. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, misusing your power with these walls. Like, you know, I'm fucking these, I'm, I'm using my influence to, you know, fuck other bitches just to get back at somebody. And of course, the depression on you, the soundtrack everyone needs to be listening mm. to right now is all right. I mean, come on now. Like, we're going to be all right at the end of the day. And then, you know, the devil tries to tempt him. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to Africa. And goes to mama. And he meets up with his homeboys with hood politics. And of course, the classic, Obama's favorite, how much a dollar costs, where he has a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. And then. He don't know what's God, just so you guys yeah. know. Yeah, no, spoilers. You know I mean? Yeah, spoilers. How much is. Well, what I. How much a dollar cost to me is an extension of what if God was one of us? What yeah. if God? Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the hip-hop version of that, yeah. in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, you know so I mean? to me, that's what makes it more special. And then we had the only rap... you can rap- tell that's what uh-huh. the inspiration was. Then we yeah. had the only rap feature on the album with Complexion, a Zulu love with Rhapsody. A lot of mm-hmm. people's first introduction to Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Which yep. kind of yeah. set up Eve, in a way. And of course, the... The controversial track, The Black of the Berry. The most aggressive, most aggressive man on here. and Did it with Boy Wonder. I'll just be yeah. completely honest, though. When I first heard this track as it was released as a single, yeah, I thought it was cool. I didn't think it was like nothing spectacular and shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I was like, I thought... It was oh, a complete like, opposite I, of I, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah. what you call it? When, when, uh, but when the album came out... And then you hear in that... In the context, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> See, for me, I liked I. Because mm-hmm. Bugby and I talked about this. Yeah. We didn't know what the outrage for was why people didn't like I. Right. The hype. Like, it was the hype that yeah, was... Yeah, no, it was a good song. Yeah, I was like, it was a it good was song. It was a really good no, song. No, but the thing was, it was like everyone was so hyping this track. It was Kendrick's first album says Good Kid, Mad City. The first single, the first official single says mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City. And Kendrick had all that hype. So people were waiting. Like I said, everyone was waiting for Kendrick to just, you know, fuck up. Like, ah, I told you so. So then when I dropped, everyone was like, that's fucking trash. We, we need the bangers. Because they're listening. Because you got to remember, Drake was just feeding them and feeding them. Yeah, that time, yeah it was them. the, the Lucy's. Yeah, the, the Lucy. Yeah, and then this was, yeah, for context, this was 
that was going on, and then Future had started the runs uh-huh. with mixtape going into mm. Dirty Sprite too. And folks right, were saying, right. like, how can you call Kendrick the Golden if he's just not in if, he, if he's not in it like that and da 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 da? Because he was on tour around this time period too. So yeah, so I came out there when you heard you, I was like, oh, oh no, but I was gonna say, well, oh, so, yeah. so I, I I had no problem with it. I was like, I like it. As uh, soon as the first drum hit on Black of the Berry, I fell in love with that song. Because mm-hmm. you're talking about as a single. As a single. Okay. Because at that point, what was going on in America. With the yeah. Trayvon Martin. Oh, yeah, Brown, yeah, yeah, People yeah. that look like all of us in here. Right. Uh-huh. Martin, you are not excluded. You I, are yeah. a brown man. Yeah, so for everybody that looks like us, <laughs> to hear the aggression on that, mm-hmm. that spoke my life. At I was so fucking fed up. Yeah. Just what, what was going on. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't matter. See... From that aspect, I liked it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. let me. I'm I'm speaking pure musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. When I first heard it, it was just like it. it was like, wait, this had. I, I didn't see the correlation between I and this. You right. Know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's where was. Th- that's where I was thrown off. Right. Yeah. But when I, like I said, once I heard it in the context, I was like, oh man, you yeah, got, yeah, you yeah. got this. Yeah. No. For me, it was it was love at first listen. Like, yeah. I, I love this song. And then of course you get to you ain't gotta lie. <laughs> and was, you know people call that one of the Drake discs oh you got wow, King Kunta <laughs> we want to always refer us back to that record <laughs> when the ghost when the ghost writing allegations came out about Drake everyone refers back to that record and I was like oh Kendrick knew <laughs> and then the shocking he had so much balls for this how he switched up I on the album version mm-hmm. and it was a live it was a live rendition of how he because he was performing a song on SNL and all these yeah. other spots he really he flipped it and said nah fuck the fucking what's it called fuck the single the studio version, version. Yeah. version. Yeah. this is the live version and it, and it and he did it in a way to you know with the little rap he had in the end talking about the word nigga or niggas yeah and then, but you got there's something important to point out with the live version too mm-hmm. he flips the second and the third verse in order mm-hmm. so they're not in order as yeah. the studio version yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like he flipped it and then it's the it's the awareness to if I'm performing this live I gotta have moments to stop to have them repeat what's being yeah. said so there's blank moments in it so it mm. gives the impression it's a live ass before he's doing this live yeah like which I, really again but like but that it's you got the balls to do that like oh that's for sure and for sure least... you're taking out like in my opinion, you're taking out your first single, yeah, and then you're, for all intents and purposes, Remixing adding an interlude. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because that's really what it turned out it to right. be, kind of. You know, and then I mean? he remixes it, and then and it goes right into Mortal Man, where he's really just given all these scenarios. Like, yeah, I might get fucked. Like, shit could like it was kind of like a prelude to the Me Too yeah. movement. Oh like, yeah. Like, if shit hits yeah. up, are you still gonna be? If, when shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? Like, are you still gonna be a fan of me if all this shit comes out about me? So he, he alluded to Michael and to Farrakhan, not Farrakhan, um, what's his name? He fucking visited him in Africa. Oh, my God. Mandela. Mandela. There you go. Mm. <laughs> and talked about Mandela, talked about all that. And I really love that track. Sometimes I just replay it. But then you think the album isn't over, but oh, no, no. So the thing that connects this whole album together is like there's a poem. Like he keeps saying there's a it's poem. A, it's a spoken word a piece. A spoken word piece. A poem, piece, piece or whatever. And he keeps talking. And every time that it gets longer and longer and longer. And then by the end, he says the whole shit again. Kind of wraps up the album. And then he's speaking to somebody. And all of a sudden he goes like, yeah, so what, what's the ground? What's the ground represent? And then all of a sudden, you just hear Tupac. And instead, he got a Tupac feature, but he didn't do what other rappers would have did. Mm-hmm. Got a fucking rapping verse and just yeah. copy and paste yeah. it and shit like that. Nah. He was like, no, nah, I'm going to talk like we're actually having a conversation. 
Yeah, it was. I forgot who did the interview, but it Some was an friend? unreleased interview. If it wasn't unreleased, it was a very old, rare, old, mm, uh, rare under interview. the radar interview. Yeah, and he did and it I remember, for free. Yeah, because I remember. So now that we're, we're off the track list, we get into what happened. Mm-hmm. So remember, this was supposed to drop March twenty third. Yeah, mm. but Interscope fucked up with iTunes and the shit leaked. The it, well, at least Perfect. the was the clean version only. Clean version came out. The first. clean version dropped the fifteenth, but I think East Coast time it was the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where the confusion for me always kicks in because everybody says the fifteenth, but I'm like, well, technically, if we're going off East Coast time, this dropped sixteenth, which is today. Mm-hmm. But I at this point it's like 15th, 16th, whatever. But it was just the fact that happened. It was like, wait, what? And I remember Busby sent it to me, and he's like, "You might want to get this for it. it. It gets taken off, but yeah. it's the clean version." And I was, I hit him back. I was like, eh, "I'll just wait till the regular comes out. I'm not gonna listen to the clean." And then shortly after, he hits me back. Here, here's the explicit. You might want to get it before it. Yep. Before it <laughs> and then I remember um, my boy Connor. I guess he listened to the clean. I don't remember if he listened to the clean or waited, mm. but he was already almost done. And he hit me in the our group message, and he was like, you're really going to like the ending of this album. Mm-hmm. And so I went into it like, okay, cool, like, whatever. As soon as I heard Pac's voice, like, I just started crying. Ah. Like, I was just like, wow. This is, <laughs> like, the same way I cried about, about Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. same, like... That's how it hit for me with Pac. Like you know, Pac's my yeah, favorite nah, rapper. And so to, to, to hear, it, so in Buzz, like how Buzz was saying, to hear it not in a verse right. that has where verses or certain lines have been recycled and replaced, yeah. but it's like him talking in words that I haven't heard him use in context before. Mm. Was like that was wild. You just brought him back to life for like the last five minutes of this album right like how the hell did you do that yeah and I, and my, that was one of the times i was speechless i heard his voice and i was like what the fuck and then it was like that lebron to me what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> and, but then, and then i remember you pointed out like when we were talking about the album if you really think about the only features that are on this album he had the main players of death row on yeah. there he had dre he spoke on wesley's dre theory. spoke on wesley's mm. theory and snoop was on institutionalized and then very Pop- and it still gets it does not song does not get enough credit. Oh yeah. Oh uh, nah, seriously. That song does not get enough credit. I mean credit. if we're being completely honest, man, I mean this album doesn't get enough yeah, credit. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. You know what you I mean? Know, and then in the end you hear Pac you hear Pac. And I was like, you had and then the thing about this album is that the features didn't sway away from Kendrick. Kendrick had a control on this whole I know pun intended. He had the driver he had you on the driver's seat throughout the entire album. He was yeah. driving this album. It got to the point I would forget about Dre. I'll forget about Snoop. Like when you're almost done with the album, Kendrick has you so captivated that you're just like, where is this album going? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. where is this going? And then when it ends, it's like and it just ends abruptly too. Yeah, because it would be cause it would literally be you would go from how he would end one song Mm-hmm. And you would think it go one direction, and then he gets back to the spoken word, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it takes you somewhere else. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? This would be a fire. But it's, but it's not a what the fuck. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's what the fuck. Like, where are we going now? Like, yeah, seriously. That, like, seriously. Damn, the fact that he goes from Wesley's theory into what he does on for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, like, you got to remember, this is his second album. This is an album. This that is an you album that you, that you do after like your fourth. Album, like yeah, you, when you have you, to sell. Oh, after you sold millions of records yeah, already. This yeah. is your your this is, this is the album that the label promised you that you could make. He said, "Fuck yeah. this." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, definitely. Where you get free range? Yeah, you can do where it's like, like you, pick your production. Yeah, 
yeah. pick your, you know, do, do whatever the fuck yeah. you, you want. You sold us all the units. Here's uh, you can finally go in with who you want to do. And he did it for a second one. His second, third out. to me technically yeah. because I can't oh, section yeah. it. But Same his here. second on, on a major. Yeah. yeah. What That's the wild. fuck? Yeah, that's just. Hey, crazy. Said, he said, "This is my mind frame. Fuck it. This is my mind frame going into this." And I remember when the album came out, man. It, like the people, like Twitter didn't know how to handle it. It was just like people were calling it a classic. People were calling it it's slow and trash. And then when time went on, the year went on. People were saying, "Oh, Future's better than this." No. Oh, Drake's album was better than this. No. Oh, I know you know. And um, <laughs> other albums were better than this. No. It got to the point where it was just like, nah, this is this is not only album of the year. We're looking at like a game changer, damn near. Yeah. I'll say this in- twice because Good Kid, Bad City came out before. Yeah. And see, that's sure. something I want to touch on this first, but I want to get back because there's a role that Good Kid plays in this, where it's just like, mm-hmm. this just lets you know, as an artist, it ain't just bars for him. It is everything yeah mm. even down to the artwork mm-hmm. that you can tell oh, his shit. hand is on everything yeah but as time has gone by i've come to admit and i don't even put up a fight with it um dirty sprite 2 and if you're in this too late are more socially and culturally more impactful than this album mm. and you can't say they weren't i mean let's if you're reading this is too late we get the quote-unquote commercial mixtape, and then everybody releases what's considered a mixtape. So that did culturally do something. Yeah, gotcha. for that. Yeah, Dirty Sprite Two. Oh yeah, culturally did something because after that it was this wide range of turn up music, but it wasn't the aggressive turn up. Mm. It was melodic turn up. Yeah, which then say, forced that's... everybody to start. It's kind of like the the switch in the trap music, basically. Yeah, mm. I would even say in a way, um, rodeo was even more impactful just off the fact that it was you started getting those two for one songs. Mm. Like yeah. remember, like uh, um, oh my this side. I remember the first time mm. I heard oh my this side. I was going, cr- I went just as crazy as I did hearing some of these songs. Because mm-hmm. I remember I was just like, what the fuck is he like? It was the same thing. Where yeah. the fuck are you taking me? And it was right. the, like really my first introduction was just him and Quavo by themselves. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why Huncho Jack Jack Huncho is a, kind of a letdown because yeah, you, go you from, expected more. Yeah, yeah because I, I oh my, you. this side like shit. Yeah, <laughs> I would have I would have bought all the stock I could have bought in them just from that one song alone. Right. So in those three projects, I will be the first to admit, in far as cultural impact, there's they tend to have more of a cultural impact. Mm. But in terms of overall body of work. Oh man, and just the lasting effect, and and I finally come around. I think I'm now leaning towards Rodeo being that classic. I think it just mm-hmm. kind of took time for it to develop for me. Yeah, but even in the midst of that, like this is that album that reigns supreme over all of, all of my ears. Like, yeah, to my ear, it's like definitely. And then, and then, of course, to go back when people were trying to discredit it, when you have publications like Complex trying to like trying to discredit this album, yeah. when I'll never forget that article to this day. I'm never gonna forget. Why are people pretending to like this album? Like how and people say it's hard to listen to. It's a, it's not an easy listen. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not an easy listen? Kendrick is literally holding your hand throughout the entire album by your ears. Like you know, he's literally like you have to listen to this right to grasp what he's saying. He's not saying nothing like some Jay Electronica shit, like super lyrical miracle. He's not he's not rapping fast like M. He's literally holding your hand and he's telling you what is going on. He even has a poem that connects everything. Yeah. 
Mm. Like everything is connected in the end. You have to listen and maybe you have to think. But niggas don't like thinking. Nah. Nah, that's for sure. And this is crazy. <laughs> and what led to this to the Kuta Group sessions, which was still one of the greatest, one of the best things I've seen live. One of the greatest things. Yeah. And um, it's fucking great. Like, and then after that, this is that. And then the fucking Untitled, Unmastered shit. The, like, the shit he was performing. And then he got snubbed at the fucking Grammys. Ugh. Yeah. It's snub, but he should have won. Nah, he got he got he got snubbed for the Grammy of the night. Yeah, but all, all the rap he walked ones. away with five. Yeah, all the rap album, all yeah. the rap categories. Yeah. But shit, man, like this album really is just top. And uh, the new generation. That's why when I say that Kendrick is better, I dare anyone. No one has ever dropped an album better than this in this decade. I mean, in nah. the last decade, nah, there's no nah. way. No one has. There, there's no way. And I mean, you're, everybody knows. Aside from Martine, just how we praise uh, my beautiful dark twisted yeah. fantasy, and even that, even when I consider that, that is pure peak perfection. Yeah, I still give this the edge over that just because of, to me, what the album meant mm-hmm. and what it signified. Because I mean, it, it, we talk about balls for what he did for Tupac. It takes balls to come out with Section Eighty. Yeah, go from X Section Eighty to say, wait a minute. I did that. That's cool. But for my major label debut, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to tell you about a day that I had. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> yeah. going to be the premise of my album. Yeah. He had okay. this idea. So we're going it's to like do that. A day in the life, that, yeah, literally. That yeah. is my debut. Yeah. Uh-huh. Once I finish with that, it's right where Section 80 left off. Literally. It's like the sequel. So yeah. it's the balls to then do that. Say, wait a minute. For this, I'm going to give what... But no, I'm coming back to this. And then go back to it. And it just go in depth. And it's like... I remember... I, I People think to this day I'm... It's hyperbole. I'm telling you. I did not listen to anything else for two weeks. Same here. Yeah. I no, listened here. to this album for two weeks yeah. straight. Crack. There was nothing. Yeah. yeah. There was nothing you really could listen it's to. It's an album because it's an album where you can't just skip. You have to once you start the album. There's no skipping. The only yeah, song, no, the only song you can really just listen to by itself, in my opinion, is how much a dollar. Yeah, costs. that's the only one. One of the only ones. After that, you yeah, really. I mean, all right. Yeah, all right too. Kyle. All right, but yeah. it's the single version of all right. Oh yeah, the single one. You can't listen yeah. to. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But other than that, like this out, like. I, sometimes I catch myself. Like, he even made videos for, like, damn near... Not all the track. He made videos. He made videos for I and All Right, which was... that's If that shit would have came out during VMAs, during its peak era, it would have won a whole shitload of VMAs. Um, can, can, I, can we just talk about you? Right. And I've been waiting, baby. If there was one song that I would give to any fan just of music, period... Especially somebody that wants to do programming and engineering mm. and all that, I'm oh, telling them to sit down, and listen to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it, that, Dog. and it's just the little, just the little details. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. if this bottle can talk, clink. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, am I sitting here watching you do like? And then the, the fucking Christmas of of mixed by Ali to just make that just. Little and it's team. so li- it's just the littlest, littlest detail. detail yeah but it makes the difference in that record mm-hmm. see yeah. the thing to me <laughs> you know engineer wise right yeah uh it was it was amazing to listen to 
Like honestly, it was completely that that song I'm talking about. Just, yeah, just that song. Like it was completely fucking amazing to listen to the way the you know what he does with his voice, the little sound effects here and there, shit like that. But dog, if I was the one doing that shit, <laughs> nah, oh, nah, nah, bro, we doing this shit regular. <laughs> like you ain't fucking yeah. no, we ain't doing no bullshit. Like I'm gonna EQ your shit. I'm gonna fucking make sure it sounds right. Yeah, that's it. Fuck you. <laughs> nah, it, it takes a special, yeah. special level of patience to be Ali and Soundwave to, and to be there with him. Loads of time, yeah. I'm sure. And, you know what I mean? yeah. and also, it's just like. Other parts about this album, it's just everything about it is just just great. So then, when you try to when people try to tell me like the album's not that good or other stuff, and you try and they and they're explaining it to you, and you be like, okay. at this point, I don't even say nothing. I just call them idiots, bro. I had to fucking I when I when we first got this album, right? Mm. I was like, all right, I ain't gonna listen to this shit till I'm able to drive. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I literally went out at night, and I was just driving. Driving, 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 not going nowhere, just driving. Yeah. I had to fill up my tank because I kept listening to that fucking album. I like, yeah. Shit was crazy. This is strictly, this is headphone music to a T. Like, this is just absolutely great. I don't know what more we can say about this goddamn nah, yeah. album. Nah, this is the epitome of just press play and just and enjoy the show. Yeah. It almost sounds like a play. Can you, I can see <laughs> Tipping Butterfly being a play one That's day. Funny. I just got yeah. the email for it. What? For so the five years, five years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can just, I can just imagine if this was like a play, like it kind of it could be as a play, like a one man play or some shit. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, well, yeah. Back to the videos. So there was all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was all right. There was I. There was um. If these, I mean, these walls. Then there was he called it what's it called God is God is gangster was for you you and, and um, um, um the for free not and, for free no, no for wait, sale for sale for sale for sale yeah. interlude yeah and then there was another one I feel like there was another one he did I don't know but the only thing I'm mad about is that we never got that song tell me who bitch nigga could hating on me we never got oh, that I shit no man never got that I thought that was gonna be on Untitled Master I was hoping. No. Honestly, some some things like that I appreciate because it just adds to the mystique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, what does your vault really sound like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, what does your though. vault sound like if that is just, hey, we're just gonna play this into all right? Yeah. And this is like the one time we get to see Black Hippie and you know all four of them together in the rare mm. time mm-hmm. since all of them have become. You know, respectable in their own solo careers. Mm-hmm. Right. We're just gonna let them rock in the car, and the police officers are gonna <laughs> carry you know, the and then it goes them. To, yeah, just when you start getting into it, boom. boom. And they filmed that shit in Oakland too. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I was at work that time when I saw they were in Oakland. I was like, oh motherfucker, should have been out there. They were in the hood, hood too. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Now this, uh, it's just to wrap it up. This is just a once in a lifetime album. I wouldn't even say just now. It's just a once in a lifetime Spirit. piece of art. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It, it's literally if you weren't there to experience it, we can only we can just describe it to you. you and in a way, you just Dan, won't understand. And in a way, Dan was almost like his victory lap. No pun intended. <laughs> it was like his. Yeah, victory see, lap. and Dan to me is like it's all these are going in chronological order. So like, Dan is like, Dan is how you you can choose where Dan goes mm-hmm. in his chronological mm-hmm. order. You can put Dan at the end, like. I'm feeling myself now. I'm bigger than what I am. Oh, How? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you play it in reverse. Yeah. Or if you happen to do it. that too, yeah. you can probably put it right in between mm-hmm. Good oh. Kid, Mad City and To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. can kind of 
however you play yeah, that out, you play. can. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That that's wild. <laughs> I was thinking about it too when you were saying that. Uh, Section 80, then he went to Good Kid, which is like the prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is like legit on some Star Wars shit, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, so I don't know what Kidder got planned now. When we look at the coronavirus going on, he's probably still in his bunker recording. Keep taking your time. You take your sweet ass time, man. Like I said, if I gotta, like wait, I said, if I gotta wait till October, I'm cool. After Tapipa <laughs> Butterfly, I was like, you can take your sweet ass time. I, I don't, well, Kendrick, take your sweet ass time. He's gonna yeah. show up when he shows up. Kendrick yeah. is one of. Three or four, I'll say four max, where I do not care. I don't have to listen to anything beforehand anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just tell me when it drops. I will put my twelve ninety nine to the side. <laughs> if you are still doing physicals, because he's one of those few, too, where I, oh, yeah. I double buy the copies. Yeah. I yeah, buy yeah. digital and I buy the physical. Right. Yeah. Just tell me when it is. And I'm going to put extra money aside because whenever you come here, <laughs> I'm taking the day off and I will be there. Right. Well, one of the other it, um, crit, of uh, course. Yeah, always. I've gotten yeah. up to Travis uh, Travis Scott now. Yeah, okay. I've gotten there, and I would have to think hard about that fourth one because I think it's probably an R and B at this point. But I'd have to think about it. I know th- those three for sure. It's mm-hmm. Kendrick. Crit and Trav. Yeah. Like yeah, I've like, to that point where it's like, like, that makes sense. Like I said, yeah. Kendrick has earned that title of like. Patience. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is what patience gets. Because compare it, like, again, I always try to compare it to Drake, because Drake cannot disappear. He's always around, always giving you singles, always popping up. Like, don't forget me, don't forget. And, you know, Kendrick is just like, mm, I'll show up when I show up. Right. I mean, the like, rafters. Please forget me. When I come back, <laughs> I'm going to remind you niggas who the fuck I am. That's why I'm so glad when the Heart Part 4 came out. That's what I was gonna say. I'm, I'm just waiting for the heart part, part five, five. You know what whatever. I mean? And then somebody, was, <laughs> like, somebody brought up a good point. They were like, "There's probably not gonna be any more hearts because the heart only has four chambers." Oh, that's too scientific about, for me. And bro. I thought about that, and I was like, <laughs> "That would make sense why part four sounds the way it does." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember part yeah, one? Yeah. He's like this wide-eyed kid that just wants to make it, and part four. It's basically fuck you. This is my house. I, you yeah. go through me. Like, like I can, I can just imagine that would Kendrick. Make sense. Yeah, I think I can, I can just nah, imagine keep Kendrick. It going. <laughs> before he did that out, before he did that track, I think he listened to the first playback of Damn, and he was like, "Ooh, I'm shitting on niggas." Ooh, I'm he had to have. <laughs> he had to yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going in the booth right now. Oh, oh, who dropped? Well, you know, Drake dropped, and he was like, <laughs> oh yeah, powerful nigga Dre at work. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it funky. I really hope he's waiting for Drake to drop. I was just about to ask, do you think he's going to test it Shit. this go around this year? Because we, Bruh. at this point, we know both of them are going to drop. They have to. Like, do you think he's going to? you think he's going to run up on them? And shit, I, I want it. To I, I believe everything is God's plan. Get it? Ha. Uh, <laughs> if the coronavirus, God is, is gangster. God is gangster. Ah. The coronavirus <laughs> is going on right now. This is my prediction. Coronavirus is going to go all the way to you know maybe May. You know, I'm being optimistic. I feel Drake, Kendrick, and Cole are going to drop consecutively. Coronavirus is going to turn that into Candyman. Fucking insane. Could you dude. imagine that? Like, say. I don't know who's gonna drop first, but I, like sometime in the fall. Let's say Cole. Let, let's nah, say I Cole. Think Fo- I think Cole's gonna drop. He's gonna be the last. Mm. I, Drake, Drake's gonna wait for Kendrick. Kendrick's gonna drop first. Drake will be next, and then it will be Cole. Back to back to back. Like I September. See it the other way. Ra- oh, excuse me. Woo, mm-hmm. That was crazy. I see it the other way around. Mm. 
Cole's in the drive first because he's independent of them two. Like he's not yeah. he's not thinking about either of them. Exactly. Kendrick is waiting for Drake, in my opinion. I feel. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what it is. Because, I mean, why is he? But why, why would yeah. he wait this long already? You know what yeah. I mean? So, he's going to wait for Drake to pop. Mm-hmm. Once he does that shit, then his album is going to come out. And he's going to try to wash them all. But Cole's more that person that always observes everything that's going on in the world and all that retrospect shit. Or he'd be introspective, retrospect. So he's observing everything, and then he's gonna like, yeah, I'm just gonna wait till the end of the year because he's always he's always in the end of the year. So I say some probably in November, but I think, yeah, I think that's what it's gonna I mean, go. We'll see, bro. But I, I don't know, man. Like I said, I just feel like Cole is just like. He's not tripping on them like that. I know, you he's know not tripping I mean? on like, them. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm talking about when he's dropping. Yeah. But I really feel yeah. it will be back to back to back. That'd be crazy. And That'd be wild. And Kendrick will have the best album out of both and, of them. And well, not I, about three. It's not far-fetched considering that all three of them got their own personalized, um, I don't want to call them festivals, but they got their own personalized stage. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Drake's got OVO Fest, Cole's got Dream Fest, and then Kendrick, a part of TDE, has TDE and Nickerson. Mm-hmm. The, the Christmas. Oh, the, the Christmas, Christmas okay. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's more of a charity shit, though. But it's it's, it's still the wrong yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, those are those are calendar events. Yeah, calendar right. events. But he doesn't. But Kendrick hasn't really done nothing like spectacular during those. Shows, no, but what though. I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, is this: if there's any time for each one of them to take command of their own sets, yeah, 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 yeah. it would be the time for each yeah. one of them to take command of their own sets in this time. But I think like, I'm thinking like because the coronavirus shit's happening, this pandemic and shit's going on. So pretty, no, but that's what I'm saying. I said no, no. I'm just I'm just rethinking everything I'm saying. Everything is to kind of put on pause until the summer, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I think Drake's gonna drop first. Then it will be Kendrick. Well, I would think, I would think it would be Cole because mm. usually Dreamfest is before OVO Fest. Well, they postponed Dreamfest. No, no, but what I'm, yeah. but what I'm saying is, even when it comes back, I'm yeah. sure it'll probably be before OVO it's Fest. It's in still. August yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, so I would expect Cole to drop for that. Then I'd expect Drake, in being a very smart businessman mm-hmm. and partnering up with caffeine and yeah. doing all that i think all oh, that's shit. going to be tied going into <clears throat> ovo fest yeah mm-hmm. and then i would expect kendrick to drop last as closest to the the performance for um, the christmas get back it just okay. it would make sense yeah, yeah. Sure, no, like you got all these platforms that yeah. you could just take advantage of just off of one project like mm-hmm. right who Why knows not? man maybe kendrick will be first who knows yeah at the end of the day man i'm excited oh for like sure. i said when it comes to this virus in the words of Kendrick, we gonna be all right. Yeah, I really fully believe we will be all right. I'm a, I'm excited for all three, like uh, different levels for each one. Mm. But I gotta admit, what Drake gave me those those two songs, those two songs, I, mm. it got me up yeah. to like again. Right. Well, all right, let's yeah, see. I'm excited I was, for two well, out of three. I said, <laughs> well, when I listen back to my playlist, which you can get, you know, you know, my Drake playlist of all the AM, PM, and his deep tracks. I was listening to them, and they all literally just sounded the same to me. Like, the same concept, same everything. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, hmm, you haven't really showed no growth. And he still, to this day, has not showed no growth. That's what I've been saying. I know we've views all been saying views, I played Views back earlier this week because it started raining. Mm-hmm. It is good raining like, And I was like, this is the perfect time to play it. Still should have dropped in January. Mm. 
It, it, I, I'm not going to say November or December because at that time it gets towards the end of yeah. the year and the yeah. industry starts closing. Right. As soon as the industry opened up in January, that album should have dropped right then and there mm. in the start of That could have been his to Pippa Butterfly because I remember he said that originally it was it was going to be nothing but songs on there. He was gonna It was going to be like ballads and sing songs, no rapping on there. Then he got spooked and out of the rapping bag. Yeah. So if he would have did that, I would have been like, oh, you have balls. But he didn't have balls. He has no balls. I <laughs> yeah, you said it. Yeah. You're talking shit, man. Anything else? Yeah, actually, so there was um shout out to all the smoke podcasts. Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Mm. That is to me the number one sports related podcast right mm. now. They are they are well, well equipped on that. Of course, if I'm they got Kobe's last interview. Mm-hmm. Um, before we went so. down, because yeah. I think Knuckleheads was before that. Yeah. So if I'm correct, they got Kobe's last interview, um, and it's just it's such a nice atmosphere they bring. Of course, they are marijuana enthusiasts mm-hmm. after sports. They were marijuana enthusiasts during, during sports. During the time they played, <laughs> the last one they just did, they had Al Harrington, which was their former Warriors teammate, oh, no and shit. who now Al Harrington is the most profitable black man in the marijuana industry. Yeah, his brand is uh, Viola. Viola, named yeah. after his grandma. Yep. And Which um, I like. by the way, fucking uh, Matt Barnes actually owns a brand himself too. Yeah. Uh, Seven Leaves. Yeah. So they are, the way they could just get these guys to just, like they get it, they're former players. Yeah. So they could get these guys to open up in ways that other people just aren't going to be able to do. Well, yeah, because I mean, they got that comfortable that comfortable feeling with each other, you know, right. they've probably known them 10 plus years being in the league with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's that. And they just, it's just good chemistry. So like, before I get into what I want to say, they went the Al Harrington one. They were talking about how, when, cause Alan and, and Jack, remember they were teammates yeah. before they got to the Warriors. Yeah. Cause they were part of the trade yeah, to the Warriors. From the Pacers. So remember their final straw was when Jack and the team got into that fight with not the brawl, but that fight, uh, the gunfight with those guys outside the club. Oh, and they were shit. talking about it and how uh, somebody ran up on Tinsley, so Jack came out with the hammer, and he was like, he was just smacking cats up with it. Somebody and then somebody actually hit him with the car and knocked him thirty feet in the air, and it busted his mouth. So he had to get um, his teeth replaced. <laughs> so then later on in the show, as they're uh, as they're joking around, going back and forth with each other, Jack and Matt, mm. they're like taking shots at each other, and then uh, Matt Barnes was like, "Yeah, I'm coaching my sons." And so Jack was like, yeah, you don't teach him that, that weak-ass crossover. And then he was like, why don't you teach kids not to get busted in their fucking mouth? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just that pure entertainment where it's like, yeah, we boys, but we'll go at each other, too. It ain't nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, just yeah. that. But their most recent episode, um, it had Snoop. Mm. Mm. Which. That's interesting. All the smoke. Mm-hmm. Snoop. Yep. Um, and we all, he's a big sports fan. He, yeah, you know and. As big as a, a Laker fan Snoop is, we do know there was an attachment to that team from Snoop for the mm. We Believe team. Yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah. always at the game. Yeah, the yeah. story goes, I don't know if you know, Busby, after they beat Dallas in game six, they went straight to Snoop's hotel room and they just smoked the whole night. I bet they did. <laughs> so this episode was two hours, which I think was the longest one. And okay. I was here for all two hours. <laughs> but what got me interested about it was when they were um, two things. One was when they asked Snoop about his transition from Death Row to No Limit. Mm. And how when they brought up Master P, he, I don't know if he called, he said the name Harriet Tubman or if he said Underground Railroad. But it was to that effect. Right. That's how he views Master P. And then when he broke it down, it was 
Master P saved a lot of us from our record deals. Mm. He put us, he got us in position to continue and get bigger than we were. Mm. And I thought that was the most interesting thing that somebody could have said about that. Because when you think about Master P, No Limit was that platform that was an independent that had major label backing. And it was putting guys to the forefront. I think No Limit in 98 dropped 23 albums or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, they were putting out albums left and they, right. They, yeah, now they, that I'm yeah. thinking about they it, they were like, just that, chucking them. That same type of uh, cover art, right. you know what I mean? Like, because I remember '98. I remember '98 was how I found out about Babgate through. Uh, oh yeah, uh, fuck through, through Steady Mobbing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Steady fucking. Because then when Babgate showed up on on Thiz on Thiz, it was like, oh shit, Babgate. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and actually, it said on there if I recall. Bathgate of Steady Mobbing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. So it was like all these group of artists that were housed under this right. under this label. Like, that was interesting. But what ultimately got me for the topic at hand is Snoop called himself the first hip-hop free agent. Mm. In that he went from a winning, uh, a winning franchise in Death Row mm. and went on to No Limit and he still was winning. So... When I started thinking about it, it was, well, technically he wasn't the free agent because he still was signed contractually to death row. It was kind of like, it was more so of a trade. Mm-hmm. And later on, he also admitted that Pac was that first free agent because, of course, through the whole 94 case, Interscope kind of just let him, they kind of just washed their hands with him. Right. So he was out there in the open and Snoop was like, we got to get him. Like, you know, got to get him here. Yeah. Suge went and got him. So Pac, in that instance, was the first free agent. Snoop to me was the first superstar that demanded a trade like it was basketball. Mm. So then it got me thinking. If I'm running a label and I'm looking to acquire some <laughs> artists, who in history am I gonna look to try to acquire? And I thought that was a great topic to bring here. Drake. But see, Drake is his <laughs> Drake runs his own label. That's the thing. Uh, I'm, talking I'm talking about, about guys that are actually that don't have their own label. Uh, I was thinking about when he got Ooh. released from Universal and shit like that in the Republic. Okay. So no, no, I'm that. I'm thinking I'm not thinking of a major like the four majors. I'm thinking of the subsidiary, oh. like the TDE, the the Dreamville, oh. those like the No Limit. They're oh, not man. the major, but they're the subsidiary that is making it happen. So we'll be the top free agent. Damn. I don't know. For me, mm. I'm going to go like this. First person I would have tried to swoop up, corrupt in 97. Oh, so you're going that far. Okay, you're talking about I'm talking, about, I'm talking about in history, period. Oh. oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense for you. I, the first I, one I I'm trying to swoop up is corrupt. I, I get that. And I'm going to try in my whole hardest to bring Daz along with him to, to keep DPG. Because I know, because you also got to factor in real-time effects. They had to leave their name with Death Row because Death Row owned the rights to the dog pound. Mm. Mm. So I would still try to find a way to get Daz. Well, if we go out of that route, 50. And, and bring them over. 50 and 97. Or 98 or 99. When, when, when Columbia dropped him from his shit. That's good just for me. I think that was still too early. Because I think 50 proved his worth by having the mixtapes. Yeah. But you sound back. crazy to you guys probably, but. Kanye, when Jay didn't give him a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a free agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was legit a free agent. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he right. was. That, that's the one I probably But no one, knew, never, no one knew who Kanye was. They just saw him as the producer. They didn't see him as the rapper back then. I know what you so? mean. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, so? Yeah, I would have gotten Kanye and let him do what he got to do. Yeah, because he wanted to rap. 
really wanted right. to he rap. He wanted to rap, but fucking Jay was like, nah, you're just, you know, and, just, and just you lose, remember, basically. Dame Dash was the one that signed him, not Hove. Dame Dash was the one that believed in him. Well, I mean, either to way. an extent. That's, that would be the one I'd probably go with. Kanye. Yeah, probably you know, Kanye, pre, yeah. Like, pre, pre blueprint. And when I say this, it doesn't stop at one. Like, you keep going. Oh, like, shit. this is, I'm talking about, like, you're building, okay. you're building a ah. roster. And, 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 and it's, it's not just, just and it's not just a roster at one time. It's it's a roster going back however far you want to pick an artist. Oh, and shit. you have like because remember they don't have to be on the label at the same time. You could literally just be putting together oh, yeah, well, a a storied franchise together just over the years to survive different eras moving oh, forward. Man, that'd be hard. Well, I guess M. M was a free agent. No one knew. Ah, he was undrafted because he wasn't even signed. He was undrafted. <laughs> <laughs> undrafted. Same with fucking Big Sean. Saying, I mean, that's hard to say, man. Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of guys. There's a lot man. of guys. There, there is a whole lot. There is. But see, that's the reason why I brought it up. Yeah, to, and I feel it. That, but the top free that's agent good, in hip-hop. I like that shit. One of the top free agents in hip-hop at the time. Like, Pop was a free agent. Oh, yes, he was. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe Lil Wayne at one point. Nah, but then Birdman got his contract, so that don't really count. <laughs> That's, then, just, that's a tough one because yeah. if Jay couldn't do it, then yeah, no one could. Yeah, yeah, who could get that? Yeah, who could get that contract? Seriously, I was, I, could, I was thinking Drake when he first came out when he wasn't even signed to Cash Money yet. He was a free agent. Yeah, I would say Drake. He was, if, and if he didn't sign with Cash Money, he would have been one of the biggest independent artists out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking Chance, but that's like he looks good on paper, but. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you a trans like I would have traded for, and this is solely going back to the time frame because of you know you gotta factor in the popularity. It's, it's not always about do I like the music. You also gotta check the landscape of everything and understand the climate of, of everything that was going on. Mm. I would have traded for Fab. Mm. Fabulous. Yeah. I would have found a way to trade it for Fab going into Breathe. Shit, yeah. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That time frame, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. For, for that time frame, yeah. I would have found a way to trade it for and got Fab on my roster. Damn, that's a good one. Like, cause to me, it's a to me, you can. It's obvious you go after the superstar because you want to get that. But if you can just get a stable of who they consider like the B list and C list mm. guys, but you're, they're just knocking song after song after song. I mean, think about it. On my label now, I've established that I would have found a way to get corrupt and Fab. So I got somebody that is a top tier MC and has a knowledge about the East Coast with him being from Philly, but then mm-hmm. him also living in LA. And now I can have him mentor this guy Ooh, <laughs> that's coming through with yep, Fab. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's what I'm I'm going after. It's it's not always about who do you like. It's who would you put on a roster to yeah. to, to survive? Cause because to be honest, I would pick some acts that I wouldn't even care to listen to as a particular fan because they don't match my ear mm. but i see the impact they have so it's like this makes all the sense in the world to, to do this yeah i like, mean i would i would have picked i would have picked up migos when they first started mm. yeah no nah, that would make a lot of sense actually you know, like, the reason why i went with kanye like the as number one mm-hmm. is because of this bro like producer first you know what i mean like, right that's me but you gotta have that Backbone, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Ye would like set the tone for that shit, right? Yeah. So at that point, you could bring like my, and I'm not saying that you know, knowing that he's worked with is like nobody or whatever, but like you could bring in anybody, yeah. and put him on the Kanye beat, and the shit will knock. I'm gonna up you one. 
Ah, fuck. I'm going to get my backbone, and I'm going to up you one. What's that? My backbone's going to be DJ Quick. <laughs> I wouldn't now, call it upping, though. Now, remember. I won't call it up. Now, remember, this is the DJ Quick. Yeah. That has, I love DJ Quick. Bro. Now remember, this is yeah. DJ Quick that has transcended his sound every single album. Yep. And after he trans, before he transcended into his fourth album, he went and transcended the genre, and did the Tony 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 joint. Mm-hmm. So now he's proven that he can do multiple facets of the industry. Yes. Now Kanye is great. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's going outbeat Kanye, but Kanye has a, a very distinct sound for certain artists that aren't Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yes. Quick can quick can get I you. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Like the, the sound can like actually transfer basically. Yeah. Like the Where same it's the, sound. It's the basically. same it's 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 a funk. It's yeah. a G funk, but it's it's based in, in rhythm. Yeah. Right. So he right, can right. kind of float across. Not saying Kanye can't, but Kanye for his production for others, it's typically you know what you're getting. Yeah. So for me, Quick is more versatile, and he's bringing in instrumentalists at that too. He's not he's not just popping it in. Okay, now we're programming. He's bringing in a live uh, bass player. I'm starting to think like just of all the different Kanye beats and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fuck, man. <laughs> I think for future episodes, it would be cool to come in on paper and we put up X amount of names on the board, do a draft. Oh shit! And then shit. a few months later, do some trades, like some <laughs> shit. Like I think that would be dope to really build, and then do. Um, I don't like solid caps, but shit, maybe do like uh, di- different deep. different points. But why not have fun? I get it. You I know, get like it. this is something to have fun with. Once like again, really... we ain't got nothing but time. It's only too, it's only too deep if you don't if you want to find an excuse no salary. Not to... I'm not saying no salary caps. It's just it's just well because I'm saying what I'm saying is is that it's. In a perfect world, you would sign everybody, but you got to factor in how much because you're not going to be able to pay attention to every single one of them. So there's going to be a lower dollar amount because like I can give you this attention. Obviously, the higher one, we're going to make you into the superstar. Right. But everybody else is kind of like that's what I'm talking about building a yeah, roster. Like building you're a going camp, to have like one legit. superstar, but you're going to need to build around that yeah, superstar. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, that's wild. Yeah. We'll see. That sounds like a lot of shit, man. But anything else? I'm excited to start doing that now. <laughs> like, I'm, going, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm going. I'm going home, and I'm starting to work on that damn thing ASAP. Oh, so when it comes to this show, I don't know. I mean, it, it, we might be on hiatus. Maybe we'll figure out a way to do this shit because we got to give it to the people. Yeah. <laughs> because shit's looking spooky. But as I've said before, we gonna be all right. So you can listen to past episodes, you can listen to our playlist. Those are going to keep being updated, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, those are always going to be updated. We're going to probably upgrade, update our fucking, um, not upgrade, but keep our blog, our, you know, Instagram, all that shit updated. Social media. Shit. Social media, there you go. We'll keep that popping. Man, crazy times we're in. It was all funny a week ago. Now shit's real, but you know what? Shit's still funny. And... Believe in faith. So somebody said, <laughs> "Just read." Somebody said that uh, 
that a written testimony is just Jesus is king for Muslims. No, Allah is king. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that shit. That's <laughs> all that shit. Oh, shit. Anyways. And then somebody else wrote down, they said this album is just for cats who call themselves five percenters, but don't actually believe what they talk about. Pretty much, yeah. Sounds about right. There are people like that. <laughs> or don't even have the bank account for that shit. Yeah. Like Hove. Yeah. Anyway, this is episode 174. Yes, sir. New Logical Sense Podcast. You can always follow me on the Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Fab. I will be back by the time this episode airs. I'll be back tweeting. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just going to observe everything. But, you know, follow us on Instagram at Theological SP. Well, no, on Twitter at Theological SP. Follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense. And, of course, on the Facebook. Give me a hell yeah! And on all social media, JC No Hurts. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> since we ain't got no sports, I'm definitely going to be talking to music with people. Yeah. And, and actually, I shouldn't say no sports. With limited sports because free agency is popping. And yeah, there's WWE. Seriously. Well, uh, not really. Yeah, but with that, I'll be talking limited sports. But I'm, I'm, the, like I said, that last topic, I really got me thinking because I didn't really put much thought to it either. I was kind of freestyling as we were talking, but the more and more I kept thinking about it, I was like, Nah, this nah, is. We should do that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try this shit. <laughs> um, but the playlists are up. Uh, the throwbacks will be back this week because again we got number fucking time yeah, now. Time, yeah, like last week, it was kind Seriously. of a scare because it's just like okay, what? what I didn't want to drop on because I was just like, all right, what's? I was gonna be, be putting looking? shit yeah. out in the universe and shit, but now I'm putting we putting the shit in the universe. Everything we say on this podcast always ends up happening somehow, some way. Yeah. <laughs> so playlists are up. Um, just live life as if you have. The coronavirus, so Stay you can make the proper inside. adjustments. Don't yeah. buy all the fucking, you know, don't don't drink all the Kool Aid. <laughs> don't buy all the toilet paper. Leave some meat. I mean, at this point, y'all stocked up enough. Seriously yeah. though, take a fucking break. For real. I mean, and like I said, maybe in the next month, shit's gonna blow up. No, not maybe. It will. Yeah. Like I said, I'm putting this in the universe. It will blow over, or maybe you know we can go outside again. But for two weeks out here in the Bay, quarantine and chill. Yeah. yeah, so until then, you can follow me at Beats Be Killing Them on every social media platform and mm. search Venomous Spell VNMS on all your digital streaming platforms and stream my shit since, you know, like I said, we ain't got nothing but time. <laughs> shit. I'm going to start going from, like, we got so much time now, I'm going to start learning how to produce. <laughs> like, Become Kanye. I have, I have all my, uh, I have all my, uh, my, uh, like my DAWs, just... which is my, didio, my digital audio workstations, like mm-hmm, the Logic yeah. and the Pro Tools. Right. I had it all for audio engineering. Mm. And then I saw uh, this app, Melodics, where it's uh, for, like, you can either do... What is it, twelve nine or fifteen ninety nine a month or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. Or you just pay hundred fifty for the year mm-hmm. and you save some money and you just have like courses and you give yourself lessons that you could just do throughout the day. I was like, I'm gonna learn music. And you're gonna be like Kanye, you lock yourself in a room well. for five for three summers. Okay? Yeah, by the time Lakers come back out, I'm like I'm gonna be on fucking uh B Stars, my shit gonna be ready. Chris, my shit's gonna be like you could lease, you know, the, the two for the forty five and shit like that. This like fucking... <laughs> I'm gonna be a fucking monster by the time hey, this coronavirus kicks out. Maybe staying home might be it's gonna be the new way. Tinder's gonna be taking a hit. Shit. <laughs> Can't meet up these hoes no more. Yeah. But you know, again, with, and it's never a good thing when people are 
losing their lives. So yeah. it's not that. Yeah. But sometimes the world just needs a reset. Yes. Get your ass back in and evaluate what's going on and sit in down and think. Your life. This is yeah. true. I mean, because think about it. We're At this point, we are now looking at the most basic of human rights and necessities and they're clearing it. Like, Okay, don't worry. We're gonna knock interest off of your student loans. Yeah, you're not gonna pay. We can't. You don't have to. Uh, what's it called? Pay your bills because yeah. of this and that. Like, you see how easy it is. They could have just it, did that. In some states, it's like, okay, well, we're gonna freeze paying rent. Oh, we're not gonna evict yeah. you now. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna evict you during this time. And other and Comcast said they're gonna keep the Wi-Fi running and shit. Yeah, and and AT&T I mean, said they're gonna suspend their data. There, there's credit. There's uh, creditors who are like, don't worry about your credit card payments. Just give us what you can give us. They're like, like see how <laughs> easy it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the fucked up thing about it is, I guarantee as soon as all this ends, Everything everybody's just gonna right be like, to well, that was nice, but back to reality. Instead of being like, you know what? This is how life should be. This is how life really should be. Yeah, shouldn't be what it has. What it what was before, been. yeah, and God just like you get it, yeah. See, this is all in God's. This is his. I read somewhere it was in Spider. It was in the Spider Man three book, and they got that from a passage. <laughs> it said God is a comedian performing in front of an audience that's too scared to laugh, and this is just his routine right now. This is just this is like uh, watch what I do. Yeah, I want to have y'all scared. Have y'all scared? Oh, okay. And he's gonna take it away. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. All part of the plan. See, y'all learned your lesson. I'll be back here in a few. I'll be back here in a decade or two, maybe a few years, and see if you learned it. Yeah. Who knows? This might be the, this might how um, whole ass gets kicked out of office. Who knows? Or it could be the end of the world. Yeah. No. Who no. knows? Who knows? Shit. It could be. It could go from one spectrum to the other. And if that's the case, I'm gonna go out learning how to make beats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will give you a high five. Air. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch me, just air it. Air the fist. That's like a fucking Power Rangers right now. <laughs> what, was the fucking, um, what, uh, what was the Captain Planet, the, the shit they was doing? Oh, Earth, wind, water. Oh, planet. <laughs> now my powers combined. I am Captain Planet. For those who can't see, we literally just put our fists in a fucking triangle and didn't touch either one of them. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> may the, may the uh, force be with you. The force be with us. Like I said, I'm going to end this by saying we going to be all right. Trust me on that, people. Anyway, we out. Peace. The Rona. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Yeah.